Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to the Big Think Dimension with Dan and Bob Video Games. Big Think Tokens coming in 2024, which you can use to fire Bob. Oh, no. Chris Wolfhart. Here come that boy. And Dr. Agro. The release date of Silk Song will also not be at this show. Here on Gigaboots. I wouldn't even pre-order Silk Song at this point because I would be afraid the moment I booted it, my Switch would disappear. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be gone. <laughs> it just closes the loop. The Switch never happened. A cosmic clap sound with an echo on it just <laughs> happens and it is gone and never was. It's a shame the last Nintendo console was the Wii U. <laughs> God, that is the worst timeline. <laughs> that, that is pretty rough. Oh man, I was I was actually <laughs> spending a decent amount of time this last week talking about what a good job Nintendo did with the uh, with the Switch. So it's totally cruel to just immediately joke about what if it never happened. You can feel millions of Animal Crossing players <laughs> cry out and suddenly silenced. <laughs> oh God. Oh. You of like, well, then what did they do during? Oh, no, 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 that's too dark. Um, Hey, guys, you know what else is too dark? The reality that Chris tricked us into eating a salt flavored pizza. Chris, <laughs> hey, that is not true. Rocco Bodie tricked me into eating a salt pizza, and then I then tricked you into eating a salt pizza. Okay, you know, the term assault pizza is really just a scary buzzword the media came up with to frighten you. Or an amazing new indie game I've yet to watch the trailer for. Assault pizza. Yes. The disgusting thing is I might eat it again. <laughs> I thought it was fine. Uh, so what, what, was the, what was the official name of this pizza? The pretzel pizza from Little Caesars. We tried the pretzel pizza from oh, Little Caesars. Yeah, that's just gonna be salt. It's just now, salt. Did baby. you go with the did you go with red sauce or the cheese sauce that default comes with? The cheese sauce, of course. It's cheese. That's the way you gotta do it. Cause it's supposed to simulate a giant pretzel with the cheese sauce on it, right? That's the idea. That's yeah. the idea. That's the idea. Uh all I got out of it was the taste of eating huge grains of salt though. I when it was incredibly fresh, uh -huh. I enjoyed it, but it is definitely a guilty pleasure of just, I am just eating a brick of salt. I'm sitting yeah, here. Yeah, it is. And then you waited like 10 minutes and it became terrible. <laughs> See, I, I ate the other half cold the next day and he was even fine with that. I'll eat this. I'm not above it. <laughs> That's true. That's exactly the mindset. I bought, I bought... I bought a, I bought a, like, a, God, what, what is the name of it? Like Pillsbury uh, tube of cinnamon roll dough. Mm -hmm. And I made them and I didn't realize how huge they were. These were like not small ones in many. Yeah, it was five huge grands, ones. Bitch. Right. So I make that and Bob's got a salt pizza and I've got my sugar cinnamon roll. I'm like, Bob, there are five of these. You need to eat more or I will have to eat four of them. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't want this. And I'm like, all you kids want now is salt. <laughs> I bet you would be eating the I, shit out of this if it was just cinnamon and salt. It's <laughs> 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 not sweetened at all. It's, no, it's just burnt bread oh, taste. God. That's like, it's like a weird salt. It's like a weird curry pizza. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sure. No, now I'm thinking of putting pretzel salt on the cinnamon rolls, and that <laughs> might not be bad. I mean, with the icing, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah probably maybe, pretty good. Maybe not. Yeah, it might balance it out more, actually. <laughs> like a salted caramel cinnamon roll? Yeah, I think it could work. It could work out. I mean, caramel is yeah. like one of my favorite fucking flavors of the world, so obviously I'm biased here. <laughs> what if we just rent something in caramel? Do you think it'd be good? I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? What do we do with all we these rotten apples? <laughs> I'm just imagining the entire hilariously disingenuous YouTube channel that creates this content on the regular. <laughs> just like, I don't know that I'll like an energy drink. Are they really that addictive? <laughs> like every video they do is that. It's like person pretends they haven't lived in the same world that you have this entire time. So you just want to make supersize me over and over? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yes actually if we could just make 10 mockumentaries a year jesus that are all just that tier <laughs> only that only 10 i had an arizona green tea once a day for a whole month and i almost died <laughs> <laughs> yeah are we gonna be are we gonna be as full of shit is is supersize me yeah, you got where, it where, you got where, it like like a year after we come out people on the stuff will be like yeah, he said he was drinking one Arizona iced tea a day. He drank two crates a day and ate no food. <laughs> yeah, he said he drank uh, one of the diet green teas. But if you look at how much blood there is in his urine, you can tell he's drinking way more of that. And it's not the diet. It's like day 20. So I've basically been shitting Nickelodeon slime. <laughs> At Arizona iced tea, not the healthiest thing in the world, but you don't develop kidney stones that fast drinking one a day. <laughs> when people didn't realize he's eating the cans. <laughs> That's why his fucking shit's green, because he's got the dye from the cans in it. Look, it's called goat paleo, and it's a perfectly viable diet plan. <laughs> oh, God. It's a respectable lifestyle. Me and my wife have been on this diet for years and we were happy. And then I drank this energy, this green tea and my dick fell off and my wife divorced me. And it's not because I'm an asshole. It's definitely not that. So wait, wait, is this whole like diet structure based around you have to eat the packaging for whatever you get you are eating? No, you're eating aluminum cans. Yeah, oh, goats, well, goats, right. will eat, goats will eat other packaging, too. So, yes, That's you true. have to eat the packaging of whatever you eat. So you can Baba. call it a plastic maxing. <laughs> that could be another term for it. Would you still eat instant noodles? <laughs> no. You have to eat the styrofoam cup now. No. Bob, you have to find something to eat. I mean, if you're buying, like, Marachan cup noodles, it's, it's, there's not much of a difference. <laughs> You idiots were leaving this on the table. Can you believe the you gotta eat the skin too, man? That's where all the nutrients are. You're not gonna eat the crust, really? You're just leaving that? Good lord. There are kids in other countries I don't know the names of because I live in America that would Wait, love I'm... to eat your cup. The names of the you mean, kids you or mean... the names of the countries. <laughs> You mean you don't? You mean you don't eat the rind on the bread? You mean the plastic packaging? Yeah, the rind. Yeah. I like the Just word. Boil wonder. a bit. <laughs> You're 
treating it like it's seaweed. <laughs> Boiling bag bread loaf. <laughs> if you ever wondered why sometimes we do food reviews on Big Thick, this is why. <laughs> it's just a really good ramp to do a cool trick off of as we go into insane. I don't know. Out of everything I just had to think about, I think that I think the Marge Hand Cup Noodle Styrofoam is possibly the least amount of packaging and the most <laughs> edible, but I don't this is a very dark road. Yeah, you can probably get it down more easily than plastic. <laughs> You'd have to find some fucking weird vegan thing where they're like, our our packaging is entirely biodegradable and, and naturally sourced. So you're just eating like like relatively safe cardboard. <laughs> I, I feel like I could survive in London. Like I could down some incredibly grease-soaked newspaper off of a fish and chip cart. <laughs> I think the ink might catch up with me eventually, though. Yeah, I think. I think eventually your stomach would just have words on it, and people would be like, "He tattooed his body. He's some weird religious guy." Anyways, hey. Welcome to our gaming podcast. What what did you think about that pizza? You thought it was like would you would you recommend that to Human Bob? I I was I not a fan. I, 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 I don't know if I'd recommend this to someone, but it's interesting enough to be worth trying once. Okay, you say so, uh, Chris. What do you think? If you're eating Little Caesars anyway, sure, give it a shot. I, <laughs> in my head. In my head, the the Chris review of I'm not above this about the eating it <laughs> the next day or whatever. It just makes me think of those onion things where they would have like new stub and then four fake people mm -hmm. and how they responded. You know, the one where it had the, the black guy that people were like, you're using a fake profile image. And he's like, no, that's me. It's it's called it's called a licensed photo of me that the onion used. Dumbass. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Um, it feels like the stub one of those would say, I'm not above this. Mm -hmm. Like Little Caesars announces pretzel pizza. And then you get like, I'm worried how it'll affect my figure, but I'll do nothing <laughs> about that. And then the second guy. So in this case, Chris is the black guy, right? And it just says, I'm not above this. Yeah, we have to, we have to find the limits of like what I'm not above because I've eaten some <laughs> things that were like, Oh yeah, that pizza's been in there like five days. It's kind of kind of hard, and I'm like, well, I'm not above this. <laughs> Is that when you resorted to uh, what did you call? Were you like deep frying it? Basically, where you covered it in a dough? Oh, the French, French toast, toast pizza. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say you basically have to fry it at that point to bring it back. <laughs> no, I no, I just chewed through it like pizza jerky. <laughs> Ooh, pizza jerky. That's what happens when you know I use the air fryer wrong during a stream to heat up some food. Because there have been times where I'm like, oh, this pizza's cold or, oh, it's actually from Big Think Day. I got to I got to warm it up and we're doing our death stream. And then I, I came back to the game a little too long. Mm -hmm. I go back to it. It's almost jerky. And I'm like, <laughs> I have ruined a somewhat OK thing. <laughs> right. Yeah, I bet the Little Caesars will work really well for French toasting the pizza because it's such a so much bread, so much more bread than some of the some other pizzas. I only did the French toast thing once. Oh really? Because after because after that I, I I discovered the just heated in a pan method, which is yeah much better for reheating pizza. It definitely now I have an air fryer. Pizza. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you have an air fryer. Just wait. It this never would have occurred to me to ask Agro. Are you the only person on the podcast that doesn't have an air fryer, or do you have an air fryer? That 
like that question sounds so loaded with classism when you ask it that way. <laughs> I mean, there's literally no way to ask, do you own an air fryer without it sounding like that? No, uh, I don't. I, okay. I have an oven and I'm not an idiot. I don't understand. What is an oven? <laughs> Look, I, I'm no. thinking I can get out ahead of like the next repackaged cooking trend. You remember those hot dog cookers from the 70s? Yes. Where you, yeah, you just stuck them on spikes and they ran direct current through them. Uh huh. <laughs> I think we can bring that back. Yeah. I can, I can lightning fry a turkey in 12 seconds. <laughs> no, that Agri, sounds you say rad. you have an oven. You say you have an oven. But the oven's a lot of work when you only need 10 tater tots for a pair of breakfast burritos. It is true. And yeah. I, I've never trusted toaster ovens. People who are like, you can cook regular oven shit in a toaster oven. I'm like, this this sounds like witchcraft and I'm not going to try. You can indeed do that with an air fryer. I cook my broccoli in the air fryer all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, no, I can go I, well. I, I prefer oven like baking it, but. Air yeah. fry works okay. Yeah, the air fryer definitely is a lot better than the toaster oven because I like my family, my parents bought a toaster oven long ago and that thing just sucked at everything. Like, but it could do anything it poorly. Could do it. <laughs> yeah, maybe, like, maybe maybe it's an issue of just the, like toaster ovens probably got better, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. once they got good enough, it's like, well, we can repackage them as an air fryer because everyone knows toaster ovens are bad. Right. Uh, I, I can, feel... can you cook bacon in an air fryer? Like, like I know people swear by you, oven bacon. You can. Um, you will get a pile of grease on the the yeah, thing on I the bottom. Just, but I it would not. I would it. just. I would just use oven because I'm using the oven to do bacon anyway. It's for sandwiches. So I I'm mean, doing shit. Like if you guys really load of strips. want me to check, I can do that live during this podcast. <laughs> I can. I can gut check I'd, that right now. <laughs> I'd be afraid it would start a fire. <laughs> Right, <laughs> you just see me in the background of Bob's camera, and I'm just like looking worried. Right, like I know where on the counter that would be, and I'm telling you, a flame suddenly shooting up <laughs> would be very cinematically framed in this shot. So, right, yeah, actually, that would be pretty sick. Uh, people would be like, and it would be obvious who did it because you would just see Dan video games and no one here. <laughs> It'd be like, yeah, that's, that's dumb. That's that dumbass. Uh, two things though. One, I really am excited for them to bring back that hot dog cooker at some point. You know it's gonna happen. Two, two. I know I've brought this up on Big Think, but it's been years now, so I get to bring it up again. You remember when they tried to be like the future of microwaves is also cooking with light? Uh -huh. Yeah. What? That was such a weird thing to grow up during that era. Because, like, the 90s and stuff where you could remotely believe them when they say that. Because mm -hmm. you don't have the permanence of, like, well, then everyone will have to adjust every cooking recipe and all of these frozen foods have to account for that. And th th this ain't happening, kid. It's the sort of thing you realize as an adult where it's like the metaverse ain't taken off because that doesn't make fucking sense. <laughs> I feel like I've never seen a real human owning one of those light microwaves, but I swear to God they made them and sold them. Probably. It's just like the advantage is it burns your food because <laughs> it's already microwaving it. Mm -hmm. So obviously the inside's going to cook at a certain rate, but you're also heating it with light, which means you're going to crisp the outside faster. It just seemed like such a we invented a solution for a problem that didn't exist because we wanted to invent a new microwave to sell you. Whereas nowadays they're just really smart. They just go. 
hey, do you want it to have a, a large screen on it so you could stick a funny picture on it? Because now it's a smart appliance. <sighs> yeah, it's so smart. It's so smart. A, a, apparently that thing's called the Brava oven. Oh. And they're trying it. They've been trying it like for the past year. Okay, as an oven, it kind of might. Maybe that could work. I mean, not when it costs twelve hundred dollars. Hmm. Anyways, we should talk about video games. Probably, I don't know. Sure. I don't. I occasionally I get a little. I get a little hazy. Forget if we're a gaming channel or a food channel. <laughs> Bob and I did an N sixty four retro roulette last week. Yeah. Right before we went live, Bob goes, did, did we make sure to put a rule that says no branded games? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> I set up the Nightbot commands and everything yesterday. Technically, we were already live by the time he did that, but we weren't on the live screen. It was fine, right, Bob? No. Everyone licensed to... <laughs> games that was sent in were the worst things ever. You I got believe to Chris Shack's told us to do the same Shack. thing yesterday, the day before. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's, what's the problem? Chris said it's a really great got... South Park game. You... I did not send in the South Park game. I sent in Paperboy 64. Yeah, true. But you we got to play Chef's Love Shack, which is a game I have extensive experience with <laughs> because that is one of the games my neighbor owned. And, you know, we didn't have very many games, but we both had N64s. I also had a PlayStation. He did not. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, because uh, he didn't have good parents, they bought him <laughs> South Park Chef's Love Shack. <laughs> And he was like two years younger than me. Uh -huh. So he didn't know shit because he was like eight and I was like 10 or 11. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So his strategy was just to hit the button to answer before any of the text of the question appeared on screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good strat. Uh, it seems like a pretty valid strat. I got to ask when you hit that button, it doesn't finish spelling out the, the options, right? Or does it? Maybe it does. I don't every, remember. It's every been, you know, game thirty years ago, thirty-five years ago, hundred years, a hundred years ago. Every game's a little different because sometimes they'll be like, you don't get to read the rest of the question, right? Right. They'll be like, no. I, I think the typical thing is that you don't get to read the question, but you see, see the options. But other ones, they just they finish the question, which I think is bullshit because you're just you're yeah, no, you should people to do that exact thing. Yeah, no, you shouldn't show the question. I can't remember if I even spammed the button and if it showed the whole question. I think I waited every time for it to finish asking the question, right? I think so. Bob, what, what, what were your thoughts on the South Park trivia game? Uh, that was complete trash. They should not have put that anywhere. I can't believe that Nintendo let them release that on their platform. <laughs> South Park games did well on the N64 because it has four controller ports. Mm -hmm. I only played one of them. It was way better than this one. This was yeah, a there was that of... weird shooter. Yeah, the yeah, shooter is the one, one I, I played. played. Yeah, and I think there's a kart racer for the N64 too. You guys, uh, for for the people who didn't grow up when South Park was uh, new and the N64 was out, let me let me encapsulate the tier of shooter this is. So your 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 default is a snowball, and the more powerful version of it is a pissed on snowball. Okay, I have done it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's important. It's important that everybody know this was from like South Park season like two. Right. This is like mm. this is like they that Konami Simpsons game that got made before anything anybody know like identifies with the Simpsons was in the show yet. Right. Yeah. It is it is exactly that. They they struck while the iron was hot. 
Uh, this came out while I was in elementary, so uh, everyone at my elementary school is like, is his, is his name Carmen? Isn't that a girl's name? <laughs> it's like, no, it's Cartman. And everyone's like, that's not a name. And I'm like, okay, well, I must be wrong. <laughs> that's fair. That's not a name. I guess I misheard and, uh, it. <laughs> Chef's Love Shack was my only experience with South Park for quite a while because my parents didn't fucking let me watch that show. I was 10. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to imagine that is South Park to your kid brain. Just this trivia game. Yeah, most of the trivia is not about South Park. Some of it yeah, is. I was, I was it's gonna more ask, weird. Is a South Park themed trivia game or a South Park trivia game? Right. You'd South think Park it would be that trivia. Most yeah. of it is just like general knowledge shit. Yeah, most of it's the first thing, but then it dips occasionally into the second thing. And I actually got some of those questions right. I think two of them, not even because of watching it back in the day, but because of the recent COVID specials right. and how they made me realize, what was it? They asked the name of the news reporter in South Park. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, Marjorie something, right? It was some ridiculous name, which if shown on screen, I could be like, yeah, that's it. Right. But yeah, it was some ridiculous name like that. I wouldn't have known that from me still watching it 30 years ago. No. A hundred years ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was a weird moment, I feel like. That moment of South Park blows up and we're making the crappiest games in the world to capitalize on. Mm -hmm. Hey, it, it, it's fine. They eventually got two pretty good licensed games, which gives them a better ratio than almost every other IP on planet Earth. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling. Okay, okay. <clears throat> I have not played Simpsons Hit and Run. Ergo, to me, my tally, there is one good Simpsons game. It's the Konami arcade beat-em-up. Right. So, better track record on South Park. Unless, Hit and Run actually great. Because I hear I it remember is. Hit and Run being okay. And I, th I think the Simpsons movie game is, like, fine. Yeah, I remember that, that being surprisingly on, on acceptable. Gen. Yeah, I've seen videos of that, and I was kind of, I think GameSack covered it in a 7th Gen video, and I was looking, <laughs> and I was like, that looks really high budget. Man, that really was a dying species during that gen. Yeah. Yeah, 7th gen, gen is where it was like, well, making games is fucking hard now, <laughs> so I guess we better make these licensed games halfway acceptable, and then that happened a little bit, and now it seems like we're back at them being trash. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like the lower tier has opened up again, and that's actually really great. Um, I'm glad downloadable lower tier games exist for that reason. You know, we can get a $40 SpongeBob game or whatever. You're right. We can get those nowadays. Uh, it was like one and a half gens that the answer was nope. <laughs> Don't worry. They can also blow uh, billions on <laughs> putting way too much money into the license game. This is still bad. They might have to delay 90 years. Oh, what do you... Uh, what are you talking about? Gotham Knights already came out. And this next game's good. We just don't know it yet. <laughs> that's right. Exci excited to see how that Indiana Jones game comes. That's definitely... That, I, that'll, well, that, well, that's Microsoft's big W, so it definitely has to be as good as Spider-Man, right? Yeah, machine games can make a game as good as Spider-Man. I... <laughs> Ooh, the company I that, just need that, to that cut the I'm gonna throat go start of the new... Fire. Be right back. <laughs> right? <laughs> the company that slit the throat of Wolfenstein <laughs> after a really well-received game. They just 
drop two ridiculous uh, duds yeah. in a row. Yeah, I, I mean, they did fight with the Riddick games, too, I think. People seem to love the first one, then oh, everyone's God. like, oh, wow, this sucks for the second one. Yeah, everyone everyone hyped up that second one so much for me based on the, the merit of the first. Mm -hmm. So the first better be good. Right. Uh, yeah, the Indiana Jones games. That that goes in a box. I, I, would, I have a I, very I, large box in my brain labeled Microsoft games that aren't real yet. And it's got Everwild. It's got the Indiana Jones game. It's got Fable. What, what is it? Contraband and Fable and Perfect Dark. Mm -hmm. And I think that's all and of them. Avowed. And about and about that one's super not real. That, that it it might, would be easier might... to list Microsoft games that were real. Yeah, uh, Starfield. You know when Red I Fall? think Red Falls. Red Falls. Red Falls about to be too real. Yes, it's half real time, but it is still real. When I think of Indiana Jones, I definitely think of first thing I think first person shooter, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> I kind of want to go play. Um, I kind of want to go play. Stop! Stop it! I saw you referencing that on Twitter in the last like week and a half, and had a stroke. I'm like, no. I kind of want to go play uh, the LucasArts uh, Indiana Jones Adventure game that they did because uh, I, I remember was... that having like a lot of like, okay, if you if you you can take like the brawler route and constantly get in fist fights, you can go like the puzzle solving route to solution and i'm yeah. like yeah an indiana jones game needs to have all these things in it is it, is it gonna have those machine games i don't know that seems complicated maybe maybe this will be their damn sex maybe is it gonna is it gonna be microsoft's uncharted <laughs> uncharted's not around anymore this is the best chance they've ever had to have their own uncharted <sighs> yeah absolutely well actually no because sony ben's absolutely working on an uncharted game I just haven't announced it yet. I wonder if they'll announce that by the end of the year. I certainly hope it's that and not Siphon Filter. Well, everything we've Wait. heard points at Uncharted. Okay. If Wait, they're doing another Uncharted? Yeah, Sony or Bend. Sony Bend. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, if... Um, <laughs> yeah, it's really if weird. If something comes out and points to it being Siphon Filter, I'm going to walk into the ocean. <laughs> they're like, we, saw, we thought we would do a fun, but no. Yeah, I think publicly they were saying it's a new IP. It's an Uncharted Siphon Filter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Nisa Drake meets up with... Not Sam Fisher. <laughs> would, oh, no. That oh, no, would was, make... Uh, that would, what is Siphon Filterman's name? That would make... that Because Days Gone is also in, obviously in the Siphon Filter universe. So that would make Uncharted and Days Gone set in the same universe. Oh, Gabe God. Logan. Oh. Gabe Logan. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, this really we have two works. different zombie this... apocalypses oh. that happened no, with Last no, of Us. No, 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 no. Regular zombies. It, 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 it's even better. That would mean that the shit that turns everybody into freakers, they could be like, yeah, it's a sample of the coffin from Uncharted 1. That's where, that's where the freaker virus came from. They were trying to modify the, the zombie virus from Uncharted 1. That would be really funny. Mm. Also, I may have mixed up Sony Bend and Sony Visual Arts Group. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because they got... Yeah, because Sony Bend yeah. was making an Uncharted thing back in 2000, uh, 2021. And then they said, that's enough. And they quit making that because Jim Ryan's like, well, then do you want to work on Horizon? <laughs> <laughs> no! Because that's all he understands anymore. 
I'm just I'm just sitting here thinking of the Deacon St. John Nathan Drake team up and like how that would be written. We would get some of the funniest scenes of all time. <laughs> well, yeah, especially if you got Gabe Logan running around at the same time too, because you get Nathan Drake's remotely normal reaction to him tasing a dude until they burst into flames. <laughs> Whoa, holy shit. What are you doing? And then you get Deacon where he's like, yeah, I bet he, he votes for Democrats. <laughs> I like, I, I would I, love that game. Both of them the entire time acting like they're the normal one. And the other guy is a freak and a weirdo. Uh -huh. I'm, just, I'm just thinking like Nathan Drake swinging on a rope and doing like a Superman punch into guy and saying something like, sorry to drop in. And then Deacon just screaming and running at some dude with his fucking baseball bat saw blade axe. I'm gonna love the, the final act where Nathan has to kill the other two. <laughs> you get some really long QTE of Nathan Drake like countering all of Deacon's weird improvised weapons. Yes. That's <laughs> yeah, just the melee combat duel at the end of four again. <laughs> I'm just sitting here. I'm like, yeah, you know, these these like Naughty Dog style video games, they're popularized by the really cool um, moments they stick in them. Small moments that you can miss where if you go to a part of the environment, you get a cool story like they see a thing and then the characters have to say a thing about it. And then Nathan sees a beer and he's like, oh, that's a beer. That, that, that would be refreshing right now. And then and then Deke would say that's cuck beer. And then Gabe Logan would go, actually, that beard gives you AIDS. The government put AIDS in that beer. And then Nathan would just go, what the fuck is wrong with both of you? <laughs> I'm just I'm just picturing uh, John Garvin on Twitter after this game came out being like, it's bullshit that Deacon lost. He beat him both super easy. <laughs> it's like the dude who invented original Broly getting on yeah. Twitter being like, Bro Broly would kill everybody. He'd kill new Broly. He'd kill beer as he don't all super hard. I, I, I love the idea that Deke is their Broly. That's so good. I just I want to play like the first four hours of this game with all three of them. And then Gabe Logan just disappears after one scene and nobody references him again. And it feels totally normal. Because that's what happened, man. We're all just used to it by now. So so Broly has a restrained like necklace, right? Of course. Uh for for Deke, does he have like a restraining order? Is that what restraints his <laughs> And if so, who gave him this restraining order? Is it Jesus. his wife? Jesus. <laughs> no, he's got the, the ring that stops his freaker blood from reacting. Anyways, I thought the N64 roulette was fun and nice, and we played a lot of video games I really enjoyed, like Wonder Project J2. Um, it was cool getting to play that in English and it working. Yeah, yeah. Seeing that in English is great. I remember booting up was that in English and being like, this is unplayable. I'm like, this is, this is amazing looking. I can't play this at all. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we played that, Sin and Punishment, and a bunch of other stuff. It was really good. I like was... Buck Bumble. And Buck Bumble. <laughs> Hell yeah, I, was, I was losing my <laughs> mind at Eric just screaming and throwing a fit because he was convinced Project Wonder or J Wonder Project yeah. 
was was Pac-Man 2, the new adventures. <laughs> like he was just convinced it was gonna be exactly that and was becoming like violently upset. He was it was confusing, yeah. He was very mad. Um and it seemingly is because it's just quote fucking Pac-Man 2. Which I thought was hilarious because as someone who grew up with Pac-Man 2, I wish it was as cool as Wonder Project J2. I wish it had voice lines and amazing animations. Uh but instead you get and that's like his thing he says about fucking everything mm -hmm. and that's why pac-man's wife is gonna leave him because that's the only thing he ever says but no that was hilarious that was so good we never know what will be an inciting incident <laughs> right but there will be one every friday with eric <laughs> um but yeah, I thought it was great. I thought checking out the branded games was uh, pretty funny. I didn't hate it as much as Bob. Um, but, you know, nothing can be as bad as who wants to beat up a millionaire that will retain its, like, championships slot as the single worst, like, shitty game that isn't a real video game we've ever played on a roulette. Because it's hideous. Mm -hmm. The jokes are terrible. And it's just gross and crappy to deal with. I was wondering, what was the other licensed game we had to play on, on that, that same stream? On that, that same, same stream. Dreamcast roulette? No, I don't no, know on, on the N64 one. Because there was a chef game, but there was also... I actually have the full list. I, weirdly enough, saved that um, yeah, the, locally. So I can pull it up and... Yeah, the Powerpuff Girl game. Jesus. With the one song. That, that was insane. That was like, we, we made one text on a black screen for the story and we made like four character models that all have a punch that's <laughs> your fucking fighting game this comes out the year the ps2 launches i think yes it was 2000 <laughs> god yeah powerpuff girls chemical x fraction uh that's not a finished game no that is irresponsible and the people who allowed that to be shipped should feel bad that is not to say every developer who worked on it because it almost always comes down to the publisher yeah uh that was terrible e even e yeah the uh the only thing that gave me strength to deal with that is knowing that who wants to beat up a millionaire is right over there and way worse mm -hmm. uh, but man that sure was one song yeah and a black screen with text on it to be like here is the story everyone has the chemicals beat them up okay um, did you have anything you wanted to say about Tetris? The plot of Days Gone. <laughs> we also got to play Tetrisphere. Tetrisphere is great. It's amazing. I love everyone in chats and both of my co-hosts reaction to seeing Tetrisphere where they're just like, this is that fake video game from Star Trek D&G where they put the thing through the hoop. Yes, that certainly happens that game and Dan can control it, but you know. <laughs> That's about it. It's got some sick beats. It's really unfortunate that Nintendo published it because that means it's now dependent on them to ever escape the N64. Mm -hmm. If some blessed human doesn't come along who makes a decompilation of that game, I'm going to have to teach myself programming and spend years trying to port that off of the N64 so I can see how it looks if it runs right. Because it's just always chugging. Yeah. It's too ambitious a game for the N64. If it was on the Dreamcast, it could probably run perfectly fine, like Lock 60. Or is Tetrisphere GameCube? What? What? Well, I'm saying, I'm saying in chat, Tetrisphere 99. So it's 99 people with their own spheres. Oh my god, that would be so funny. That's like competitive Rubik's cube. <laughs> oh, 
God, that would actually, I'm getting nauseous just thinking about 98 people sending waves of garbage at me. Right? Because somehow they would all manually select me. That's just how that would work out. Uh, anything else? <laughs> Opening a fucking Xenoblade. Oh, God, with the lasers, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with all the lasers on, on mum car. Uh, Bob finally got to play the Pokemon Stadium minigames, which I probably played back in the day, but they probably. didn't really stick with me. They didn't stick with, I don't know. I think the only one that really did stick with me was the Magikarp one where you jump and hit the button. Which is insane because in that same game, there's the Lickitung Sushi minigame, which oh, everyone knows yeah. is the best minigame. Because it's got sushi, it's got Lickitung, and if Lickitung... Uh, eats the 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 poisonous whatever, right? Mm -hmm. He goes, <laughs> runs around, and it's like, ha! Oh, he's he's in horrible pain. <laughs> this is hilarious. More more mini games with horrible pain. Oh, and also the iconic Clefairy mini game that you love so much. Yes, where it's Simon. Yeah, but you get to hear the Clefairies sing a song to the the beat, and that's really funny. And then do the dance, and when they do it wrong, they hit they get hit with a giant mallet. Yeah, again, that Pokemon just seems cruel to inflict on Bob. It's like here, Bob. Here's a long, complicated fucking list of commands. You have four seconds to internalize it. <laughs> <laughs> also, you're live streaming. Good luck. <laughs> um, Agro, have you played Snowboard Kids? I'm not familiar with it. Okay. Yeah. I remember, if I'm remembering correctly, you're a Cool Borders fan, right? Uh, that is what I had in my house. Uh, were there alternatives? <laughs> Snowboard kids, apparently. <sighs> apparently over on the N64, they had that. I was surprised. That game was really fun. Yeah, it seemed fine. Weird. I remember this giant nose from Blockbuster. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think that, that it just that, never that, left that Blockbuster. <laughs> exactly. Like it was repelling with the giant nose. And you're like, this nose is too big. <laughs> I like video games with smaller noses. I've only ever heard good good things about Snowboard Kids. I thought it was really cool. I enjoy how it felt, and there's something interesting about like you leaning into the turns by holding down into the right since you're on a snowboard, actually did affect it. I, I think the only thing that was like a baffling decision that I hope they fixed in two was <laughs> they make races with laps. Yeah, so you have to get on the ski lift. Yeah, you get on the ski lift at the end of, of each lap, but you have to do it on one at a time. So if someone gets there right before you, you then get a large gap between uh, you because uh, there's uh, like nice. a bar that goes back down. It's very funny. Mm -hmm. Hilarious even. Uh, so this guy looks like what Shadow the Hedgehog would have looked like if he was uh, from one or two. <laughs> this is a nightmare. Why are you saying these words to me? <laughs> Did you know that there was a, a DS snowboard kids? It had no soul because all the characters looked normal. Huh. Uh, no, I didn't it's know like, that. It, it's really like sad. that DS Goemon game they never localized where it's like in the future and they're just like normal anime characters and not Goemon and Abisamaru. I thought there was a Game Boy Advance. The DS one was that as well. Was it? I I forget. I I'm pretty sure it was DS. Goemon DS. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. These. Maybe, no, that was a normal one. I think. Yeah, it was like there was a normal one on the DS because I never got to play it because you know they stopped bringing them over because they're cruel. <laughs> yes, it was. It was Game Boy Advance that had the regular anime Goemon. Th these picture. This picture of of this snowboards kids for the DS. Let me just throw it on the stream overlay. One moment. There we go. They they just took a soul vacuum to that game. Yeah. Look at that. Holy wow. crap. Yeah. Is, I like there is a man. 
Yeah, they just made it the most plain looking anime, though. I was like, if they, they, they do switch to an anime style like, and hey, off the noses, I could see. Check out this character's ass. Fucking Fox <laughs> Animation original Digi Destined. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. They they really, like, I feel like like a kart racing adjacent thing where you're just a bunch of fucking weird scrunkos with giant noses would take off a lot more now. They need to consider bringing that back. Yeah, I think I think Atlas should consider doing things. It would be cool <laughs> to see them do more things. Yeah, it would be cool if Atlas did some things. I mean, you know, aside hey, from they, remastering they did Persona Three, allegedly, they, they, they did they did Soul Hackers Two last year. It was bad. <laughs> they should do good things instead of bad. Hire me. <laughs> let me let me get the yeah. There we go. I'm getting the Japanese box art of the original. Eh, forget it. That's not a good source. I just, I, I feel weird being like, look at how they changed the art style. It's like, you know how many people watching this have no fucking idea what the original looks like in the least? This is an insane thing to be like, look at what they did, audience. Um, You all played snowboard kids, right? <laughs> Ignore the fact I didn't until that stream. Is this it? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, as you can see in this very high quality image, got a giant. Everybody schnoz. has everybody has a giant schnoz. Some people have cones, and some people have big bulbous noses. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I'm done talking about this roulette. Hey, Bob. Hey, what's up? I've been playing important games this week. Okay. I don't know what you've been playing, but I've been playing important games. For anyone who saw the title of this big thing and was like, what is this about? Is he going to say it? Yeah, I'm going to say it. I played Mega Man Battle Network. I bought the whole collection. It was $60, right? Right. Because I was confident I'm going to have a great time. And I'm like, here we go. I'm going to do it. For like three years at least, people were like, don't play one. And like, I started with two. I got to play one. They're like, no, really, don't play one. And I'm like, no, I no I'm going to. You need to understand, I'm not in control. I'm going to play one. The, look, the ghost dog is, is doing the Doberman <laughs> point at Me Me Mega Man Battle Network 1. Yes. I have to play it. I have to. He's, he's howling it. If I don't beat this video game, he will never stop. Guys, Battle Network 1 may be the worst RPG I've ever beaten. <laughs> so believe my terror. I'm feeling as I go into 2 and I go... Sweet God, be as good as I remember. Uh, and two is amazing. I'm now just going to list a bunch of improvements that were in two. Uh, here's some context, though, before I do. Mega Man Battle Network 1 is a launch title in Japan for the Game Boy Advance, and Mega Man Battle Network 2 comes out nine months later and is a finished video game. Nine months? That's it? That's all it took to make it a radically better video game. I mean, the, the DS came wow. out in 2000, like 2005, so they crammed all these fucking Mega Man Battle Network games into like a really small span of time. Yeah, they kept going. Like unthinkable by modern standards. Um, so you can't run from battles in Battle Network 1 unless you get the run from battles chip. <laughs> oh, the background design for every dungeon in the game is dog shit and everything's labyrinthine because they don't have enough assets to make any part of this giant map look different from any other part. 
The whole concept of Mega Man Battle Network is to connect to the internet and explore themes of connectivity and what can disseminate through the internet. But they didn't know how to build the internet into the story in the least, so they kind of didn't. And the internet <laughs> is a 16 screen space deep dungeon, most of which is optional, question mark? That is insanely bland, and it literally is worse than most roguelikes back then were with how incredibly similar all these screen spaces are. Uh, the story is terrible. It's worth noting all the Battle Network games have the worst translation of possibly any of the early Game Boy Advance games, which is a high bar. Yeah, those Castlevania games were not well translated. No, you get the shinning armor. Mm -hmm. uh, I've just been screen capping typo after typo after mistranslation after typo. It's it's filling up my PS5 fast. <laughs> I need to stop. Uh, the plot, yeah, the plot is absolutely terrible. Like people describe it as like, yeah, Mega Man Battle Network is a game for kids. It's like a Saturday morning cartoon video game. It's like, yeah, um, the Mega Man Battle Network one is like if someone wrote on a piece of paper Saturday morning cartoon, and that was the whole plot because they yeah. don't. They don't have ideas. They're just simply aren't the ideas to fully develop the world, to flesh out these characters, to have events take place and take you to other parts. Mega oh Man no, Lan, <laughs> the fuck virus is in the stove. Jack Mega Man in to fight fireman.exe. Okay, and move on to the next fucking dull as shit dungeon. Yeah, it's truly terrible. Wow. It's... I, I mean, I watched Dan just convulsing playing it while I'm playing Octopath. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was cruel. Um, <laughs> Mega Man Battle Network was legitimately one of the worst RPGs I've ever played. Here's 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 a cool dungeon design, which I was let known by multiple people. These two dungeons were when people this dungeon specifically, which is one of the last in the game, I think it's the second to last or last, is when they just stopped playing as a kid. So the idea is that the power is down and you need to connect batteries into these slots. The slots are a three by three grid. You get two tries. You have two batteries. They must be in the correct slots for both of them to light up the pathway to the next area. You get it wrong. You run to the other side of the map through Dragon Quest one tier random encounter battle occurrence rate to recharge the batteries to try the puzzle again. Leading up to this moment, the uh, dungeon design was, there are invisible platforms. All of the paths are invisible. Fuck you. Run into every wall. <laughs> and you were saying the thing where you have to put the batteries, that was completely random, right? You have to just keep guessing until yeah, you get it right. Yeah, there are no clues. There are no hints. There's no method or reason to it. It's just, there are solutions. Great. You must figure it out through brute force. You only get so many tries and they will even layer them a couple deep. So that way you have to run back to that guy to recharge in order to get past the chunk of the two in order to get to the next recharge guy. Ugh. On top of this, uh, it's, it's just really unenjoyable from a combat design standpoint. One of the things Battle Network 2, even though that's the best part, Battle Network 2 still takes that and makes it drastically better uh, because they add a thing called regular chips. And regular chips and regular memory is like, you have a capacity for this many megabytes. And so you can bring chips 
or chip into the battle that is that big. So that way your first round will always have this card that you want to use. Uh, Mega Man Battle Network 1 does not have that. Metal Ma Mega Man Battle Network 1 has a really good combat system, but it's still not fleshed out enough. Um, uh, it didn't work on me, but maybe it will work on you, listener. Do not play Mega Man Battle Network 1. <laughs> do not do it. I will save you the only thing you could possibly get from that, but it is spoilers. Oh. It's all the way at the end of that miserable game. So here, here, here comes the spoiler screen. One moment and the spoiler music. Hey, guys. You want to know the only bit of information you can get? This isn't Bayonetta Origins. Pretend that says Mega Man Battle Network 1. The only bit of information that you need from Mega Man Battle Network 1 is at the end of the game, they go, Mega Man.exe is secretly your brother who died of a heart condition. <gasps> I put his soul in the in a Navi. That's kind of messed up, actually. I would have let you know, but I didn't let you know. Now he is dying, your brother, and we must bring him back. But the only way you can do this is by using this program to change his DNA to 100% match yours, Lan. And when you do this, that means you will take damage when he takes damage, which means if he dies, you die. This is the last 10 minutes of Mega Man Battle Network 1, by the way. Weird. And then I don't I'm think that ever comes up again. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm really worried that Roll is also the same situation. No. no, Mega Man's completely unique in this regard. Okay. And then uh and then that guy whoever wrote that went and wrote uh, Bionic Commando 2009. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I just made that fucking up. And then and then in the next game they probably go back to just calling him Mega Man instead of his actual name which is Hub. Cuz your name's Lan. Oh my god. And his name's Hub. Lan, I feel is a way more acceptable name than Hub. Oh, you want to go down this? Hey, guess what the name of Roll's operator is? I feel like I should know this by it, now. It's the word mail with a Y. Like yeah. email. Okay. All right. <laughs> so anyway. Don't play Mega Man Battle Network 1. I've now told you the only thing you can get out of it. Yeah, it's, it's weird how Mega Man Battle Network is like the most forward-thinking, like, idea of what Mega Man is in a modern context. Like, it feels very real and to uh, what the world actually became. Uh, oh, yeah. And yeah. yet... Here, let me take us out of spoilers. Sure. If you're, if you're not going to... No, I'm not anything. gonna spoil okay, cool, anything great. about this game I haven't okay, played. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe you looked over it. and... You, you were like, look at that guy. But yeah, it's weird that it's got the most archaic RPG structure maybe ever made. <laughs> I don't know. The combat system's like really fresh and like stands out on its own even still. Mm -hmm. Like it definitely could be a bog standard RPG. And I'm really, really glad they didn't do that because, oh man. Um, it's just all the trappings around that, <laughs> that combat system. They're just old and trash. In the first one. Yeah. I actually really enjoy two, mm -hmm. which... Yeah, I'm going to now talk about it. Battle Network 2 is amazing. It's still a really great game. There's still a lot of typos in the openings. A little slow, but it doesn't last that long. Uh, highly recommendable, which causes a problem. As you, as you may or may not know, the Battle Network collection is sold in two volumes, or you could buy it all as one. So say you don't know you like Battle Network. Uh-huh. 
Do you buy the first collection if you know you're taking an L on one of the three games you get? I mean, there's no telling with the next set, though. That might be another. I don't three, know that, Those might be three L's just in a uh, row. I know that yet again, four is allegedly really bad. Uh, I was warned by a specific person after I said one is really terrible. They're like, look forward to four. Yeah, because isn't one of those, it might be four, isn't one of them literally just, there's only combat, we didn't write anything? Uh, yeah, four is very tournament-oriented, if, I, if I'm remembering what people have told me correctly. So, so, <laughs> I like Mega Man Battle Network 2. It has all the cool stuff I remember in Mega Man Battle Network. It has environments that look done, which Battle Network 1's environments are not done. <laughs> they just look <laughs> terrible and wrong. It is shocking that 2 is so much better when it comes out nine months later. I, I like that this version of Mega Man looks even more like Caster. Like, they, they, they've gotten far enough away from the original release of Caster, and at that point, that they can be like, it it's can be safe. even closer, closer now. Take it. Take it all. <laughs> yeah, take it all. Just change the color. That's it. <laughs> I don't know. He's not white. <laughs> Yeah, he's not white and he doesn't have a big C on his chest. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, that's for... you got to have both of those. Otherwise, it's original, Bob. Yeah. It's obviously not stolen because this dude's in a white suit. Mega Man's in a dark blue suit. Watch, there'll probably be people who are like, no. Of course, you're making it up. There's I mean, he no... doesn't have a face cover in this shot. Yeah, it pops up <laughs> later when he fights. <laughs> Just like it does for Mega Man. Uh... So in Mega Man Battle Network 2, the internet connects various peoples and nations, and there are town squares where people meet. Oh, like there are message, home. There are message boards where people exchange information. It's almost like a fully realized fucking idea for a video game. <laughs> yeah, that was Speed Racer. <laughs> <laughs> he rides the dog real fast. That's why I call him Speed Racer. The C is for speed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, Mega Man Battle Network 2 is really great. It's a, it's a real shame that I have to worry about which half of this collection I should recommend because 3 is also going to be a large leap from 2, people tell me, which is hard to believe because I'm loving 2. Mm -hmm. 1, in order to make it tolerable, I use the Buster Max mode. At first, when I lost an hour of progress because I didn't save enough because... My brain wasn't in the right headspace of, Dan, this is an old video game. It doesn't have a rewind feature because they didn't do that for this collection. It doesn't have autosaves. You just lost an hour of progress. For people who don't know, Buster Max makes your damage 100 times higher. So you do 500 <laughs> damage per bullet. Uh, I did that to retread that. And then I got far enough in the game where it's like, hey, you want to go on the internet? It's 16 screens of bland combat garbage. And I'm like, okay, I'm turning it back on. Uh... <laughs> Two was really good until I hit the Zelda 3D Zelda moment. Yeah. Where about 14 hours in, the the final thing before the end of the game becomes, I'm gonna need you to run to literally every opposite end of the world and internet over and over and over doing a really long fetch quest. Cool. But so I turned on Buster Max for that because uh uh I had been up way too long and my insomnia was hitting me mm -hmm. so i had no patience left for run to the opposite this is how bad it is you'll talk to a guy he'll go my brother's over here go help him so you'll run to the opposite end of the internet to get to his brother 
And you'll go, hey, brother, I saved you. And he's like, great, tell my brother I'm fine. So you run to the other end of the internet to tell his brother that he's fine. And then that guy then tells you, well, I have a buddy in this town, which was kind of near where his brother was, but in a different spot. So you can either run even more across the internet or jack in from a different computer. Is there no fast travel? Yeah, fast travel in this game is you jack out and then you get on a plane and fly to a different nation to use a rich woman's computer. What? <laughs> Sometimes the places you go make that the most optimal way to jack. I don't okay, make now the listen. rules. I need, you, I need you to go pick up my, my Taco Bell order. No, I didn't get it from the close Taco Bell. That's the bad Taco Bell. I ordered, from, I ordered it from the 135 miles away across two toll bridges. <laughs> <laughs> and then you then you bring it back and it's like you fucking forgot my drink go back yeah yeah it really does feel like that um so my recommendation is play battle network 2 legit because there are a lot of really cool optional super bosses like all throughout the game mm -hmm. they literally are just like you'll see an important character from earlier or from one and then you can do a battle against them with their own robot master programs. And they'll just be the souped up version that's actually like coming at you hard. And if you beat them, you, you a lot of the time you get them as a summon. So you get really cool stuff out of that. Like Proto Man, who is... Uh, I can't remember if he was as unhinged as some of the other ones to fight. Mm -hmm. But his thing's ridiculous where it's just like you summon him and he just appears in front of every enemy and hits them for 120 damage each. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's that's awesome. Thank you. That can end an encounter on frame one, literally. And they'll be like, congratulations, you beat this battle in 16 or 8 milliseconds. And that's always the funniest. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, here's $600. Um, and I really enjoy that. I really enjoy optional combat stuff in RPGs. I really enjoy ways to challenge yourself as a player to get ahead. Um, one doesn't have enough of that. <laughs> it has a little bit of that. It's not that great. Uh, and so I've been having a great time with Mega Man Battle Network 2. I highly recommend Mega Man Battle Network. You might have heard of it. There is a $60 collection right now. There are... With new voice title screen. That's, that stuff's so weird. <laughs> that is pretty weird. Mega Man's but, uh, like, you know what I like doing is uh, when I jack out and I sit in my pet, it's, it feels so good. <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck are you saying, Mega Man? <laughs> Look, I'm just glad to hear Brett Swell still voice acting and okay. It's been, is, it's been a while. Is, uh, which one's Brett Swell? Is he Amaro? Yeah, he's Amaro. I thought, I thought Lan was Amaro. No, it's Mega Man. Okay. Okay. You might voice both. Lan sounds like Amaro, which is what's so funny about hearing Lan yell at, like, Mr. Famous. Okay, Lan is... Okay, okay. yeah, chat's got my... Okay. Name. I... All right. Yeah. No, it's trust me when you hear when you hear the clips of Land yelling at Mr. Famous as just the Amaro voice. It's the exact voice. It's just hilarious. He's like, your name will be Agent Land. And he's like, oh, that's a cool agent name. Wait, did you choose your name Agent Famous? And he's like, no, my my mother gave me this name. And he goes, oh, it's just weird hearing Amaro say that. Anyways. I'm rambling. We're moving on. Hey, Bob, what you been playing? I've checked out a new game called Rusted Moss, which I warned people I'd be playing. It is, in fact, not Moss. <laughs> that is a different game. No, not Moss. Not, not, this, you don't this, play the little mouse. This Moss is rusted. Yes. 
Oh, uh, I got to say this real quick. I just wanted to make absolutely certain. Okay. So through my Battle Network 1 playthrough and my Battle Network 2 playthrough, I have been making use of a walkthrough on YouTube from 10 years ago. Okay. Made by someone in chat. <laughs> so, so thank you, Mega Quint. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Wait, because when I first, like, I pull it up and I look at it, I'm like, oh, this one's good. This one's good. I'll use that. Wait a minute. <laughs> when I looked at the channel name, that's what it clicked. I'm like, this is hilarious. I messaged Spiff. So it's like, yeah, it's awesome when stuff like that. <laughs> Anyways, that was insanely helpful. Thank you for your work, Mega Quint. How could we have attracted a Mega Man fan base? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know that Advance Wars game has a map creator. It does. I don't know if they have sharing functionality. Find out tomorrow on our stream. Anyways, Bob, tell me about Rusted Moss. Strangely, it also has a, a map creator. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a small mouse that is like... No, it does not have a small mouse. Uh -huh. uh, this is a Metroidvania where you play as a fey girl in a post-apocalyptic world who uses guns. Uh, and you're uh, trying to find pieces of the fairy queen to restart the fairy age or the fey age of humanity for the world. Mm. My brain, because Chris won't stop bringing up, is just thinking about that rhythm game. <laughs> so he's like, you sapiosexuals need to meet up. Make smart babies. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, continue. Pop. How? <laughs> How is this related? You need to that restart. Twenty eleven. Please, please, just he stop. He tweeted about it in the last two days. He did. And yeah, he true. Stop. I did. I'm sorry, something that fucking funny will, I like, I can't, especially since I'm pretty sure the fucking creator did like a whole different game where the indie tries to negate that first game. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Rusted Moss. Uh-huh. It's a fun uh, Metroidvania where you get a grapple hook and it's got physics-based momentum for it. So a bunch of the game is using it's a bungee cord to like bounce yourself places. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the most non-linear Metroidvanias I've ever played. It basically is like within the first hour or so has a checkpoints for the map that show you two abilities to get. After that, you're just like, do whatever. You don't even need to go get that first ability. <laughs> so, so it's kind of like an open world Metroidvania. I guess because you just wander in whatever direction you want. <laughs> I guess. Um, it, worth noting to people who've seen Momodora, this is the one with the Momodora esque art style, right? Yes, it does look a lot like Momodora. It is yeah. not the Momodora people. No. They are working on that new Momodora. <laughs> Momodora, uh, the subtitle was Apology, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I think, think so. That was, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, retro. that's pretty much the tone it had. <laughs> um, the, you've played Flint Hook. No, no, oh, I've well, seen it. But I have. I've not played it. That was a whiff. I was gonna ask this, how, this how does it feel looks a lot better than Flint Hook. Okay, that's what I assumed, but I haven't played Flint Hook. I've just seen videos. And Flint Hook is all randomly generated roguelike stuff, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. At a, at a content level, it's that. I was gonna ask about the grappling because mm -hmm. grappling seemed incredibly physics based in Rusted Moss. Yeah, in, in a good way. It's extremely physics based. Like it's Umi Harakawa Satir. Yeah, and it asks you to do maybe even more unhinged stuff than that. Mm -hmm. You, I also got a rocket launcher, which doesn't seem like it's intended to be a movement mechanic, but you do get a you can do a rocket jump with it. 
just oh. a little bit. So that can mess with the physics even more to get you to places. It's like, I don't feel like I should be here. <laughs> so I think I've done some of the hardest content of this game just by wandering into it on accident. Okay. I even got to uh, one part where it put up an obstacle that I just seemed impossible. And I was able to cheese through it with a rocket jump. And I looked up a strategy guide online and they did a, some movement I, I didn't know existed. There's like another ability I got an hour or three later mm. that would have let me do that easily. Because you get this thing where you can you show the grapple hook out and then you can yank it. Okay. And that get, lets you really cheese stuff. But before that, you have to really finagle the rocket launcher to get you to do stuff like that. <laughs> Jesus so maybe maybe don't do what i did maybe if you get to a thing that seems impassable you should not pass it there's there's <laughs> a theme to this big thing it's don't do what i did <laughs> don't order a pretzel pizza <laughs> don't do what johnny don't does they could make this clearer <laughs> uh, it even has some areas that feel like this is just for people who watch our content, really, they feel like they're areas made by Master X or Asidia. Oh, okay. There, <laughs> there you go. If you're still around from the Mega Man Maker days, that that explained that. I looked over and I uh, saw an area that looked exactly like that, where I'm just like, there's no ground. There are spikes on every surface. Mm -hmm. And he needs to hookshot to keep swinging underneath and above the two rows of spikes. Spike Ooh. pillars. Yeah. The the Celeste devs aren't involved in this, are they? That's exactly I what I thought of. I don't think because so. Not only is that like Celeste, before Celeste, they made an old fucking Flash game called, um, I think it was called like Good Job Robot or Hello Robot or something like that. It was on fucking Adult Swim games. I'm trying to remember the name. And you had a, uh, you had a grappling hook and you had very insane puzzles exactly like that. Where it's like, huh. yeah, there's spikes everywhere. Is there... Is there something as blessed as grappling hooks in video games? Because obviously everyone loves gliders right. for open world stuff, but grappling hooks are just way more fun. They are. Especially when they're physics-based. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you like get Zelda to really ones are cool. weird. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> the, the, I, I do enjoy shooting a thing and just going straight to it. Yeah, if, but if you're going to have a hook shot in Tears of the Kingdom, it should be... It should be like this. It, it should, should be completely unhinged. It should look closer to a wacky arm inflatable tube, man. Yes. Like, I want to be able to fire the hook shot and then stasis it mid-flight. <laughs> and, then, and then hit the backside of the handle of the hook shot with a bat. <laughs> but they think of uh, interesting limits. Like, in air, you can only shoot out the hook shot once. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you grab onto a ledge or hit the ground or hit a like they make little bouncers in air that ha work once like you bounce onto it and then you're like you a sonic the hedgehog yes it resets <laughs> your hook shot so then that makes lets them make more complicated things for after you bounce off of it mm -hmm. um and they also have a thing where some of the ground has grass on it and any ground with grass you can duck on and then do a super jump from like mario 2 so that adds even more layers of like, okay, you're going to need to do a super jump off of this, fall way down below it, and then show the grapple hook back up so you bounce like mad uh, after that. Does Celeste also have the Mario 2 super jump? I'm trying to remember. 
like the hold down and then jump you jump yeah, yeah. no it does not have that okay I, you have like um climbing and air dashing and i think that, and there's like level gimmicks that change out but yeah this game's really cool i definitely was trying the demo i think it's only up on itch.io for some reason but the game is on steam and weirdly, my demo is saved transfer, but I don't think it should have because that demo is clearly not done. Like, I don't think it has the intro. <laughs> and I don't think, like, some of the, the Pixar doesn't look as done. It has weird glitches around, like, showing you... Uh, it, this game has this mechanic so you can heal yourself with your MP. Mm -hmm. Kind of like... It's their... I guess their answer to, like, an Eskets Flash sort of thing where the MP retarded from killing stuff. Mm. And it's just you're always on active healing. Um, and it'll pop up with a little thing that says, oh, you can heal now by hitting E button. And the, the demo would show you that while you didn't have enough MP to heal, which yeah, obviously I, I, I remember you bringing that up. Yeah. 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 And the, the full game fixes that and is a complete game. I don't know why the demo transfer save transfers. I feel like it shouldn't have. Is it only on PC? It is only on PC for now. Okay. They, they say that it says like to be announced for consoles, but I, I got it on PC because I, I, it even boots up and says keyboard and mouse recommended. It okay. does work with controllers. Okay. But I imagine this is real hard to do some of the weirder stuff with a controller. Possibly, yeah. Um, completely random note. I'm slipping it here because it's not a full news story. Um, a medieval VR. You remember they announced that and showed it off and it looked cool? Yeah. In a tweet reply, they're like, yeah, it's coming to PSVR too. I'm like, what are you playing for? Woo! <laughs> 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 so anyways, I'm, I'm really excited for that. That's cool. Because <laughs> I don't want to buy another headset for PC. No. Especially not after I did my taxes. <laughs> right? <laughs> did you have anything else you wanted to say about Rusted Mom? I guess not. Yeah, that, that pretty much sums it up. It's really okay. cool art style. Very fun mechanic that takes a lot of getting used to. It, using the keyboard and mouse is good for this, but also it makes my hand kind of hurt after long enough using using it, like with the mouse or with the uh, keyboard part, especially. PC gamers, if you have advice for Bob on how to better use a computer, let him know how to <laughs> Uh, Bob, uh, I have to ask you the question I'm asking at the end of every game discussion this episode. Do you jack in in this game? No. I'm sorry. The age of man is ending. <laughs> no more jacking. We don't have time for jacking it. Uh, did you play anything else you wanted to talk about? Not really. I played more Octopass, okay. but that just feels like that just... <laughs> That's I, aggro segment. You can't yeah, don't, steal don't his my bit, man. <laughs> Fuck off. I feel Bob. like I shoot 10 hours in and I didn't make any real progress. <laughs> Robert, make up your own fucking jokes. <laughs> I'm sorry. So anyways, aggro, what you been playing? I played things other than Octopath this wow, week. Wow, that's oh crazy. Oh my god. So happy for you. Although I did want to mention, uh, I, I think I'm on my like third mistranslated ability in that game. <laughs> of course, <sighs> it's it's a little dire. Uh, I also, man, the bosses in the back half of that game 
Like a lot of the bosses in the game are, they're like puzzles where you figure out, you know, the order in which to use abilities to, to break the ads, to reveal weaknesses and get in the rhythm and, you know, set up the big attack. You know, it's really cool. Then in the back half of the game, a couple of bosses are like, I'm going to fuck you now. <laughs> <laughs> and just start one-shotting your casters. It's like Final Fantasy VI. There's just a counter. <laughs> Once it hits zero, you're fucked. Uh, so I also, I got to play a little bit of, not as much as I wanted to, uh, Burning Shores. My that brain. came out yesterday. I'm sorry, my brain was just like, wait, what would that spell be called? Sex Aga. <laughs> Anyways, how's Burning Shores? This is the expansion pack for Horizon Forbidden. Bob, it's not 1990. It's the DLC expansion. Nobody has expansion packs anymore, except for Nintendo Switch Online. (laughs) And and MMOs. That's true. I I was very smart. I, I was at work when it came out, so I pulled up my phone, and I opened the PlayStation app, and I bought it on there, and told my console to download it so it would be ready to go when I got home. And I, like I got the home of the story. <laughs> and I booted up my PS5 and I didn't still have Forbidden West installed. Oh no. <laughs> it is huge. Why did it let me download Burning Shorts? <laughs> Here you go, dumbass. Oh yeah, you don't even have a disc. You just you have to download that then too. Jeez. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, so that was delightful. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you have to be our uh, uh, Burning Shores correspondent. Because, of course, between Battle Network, Advance Wars, and the Xenoblade DLC coming out next week, mm-hmm. I'm like, look, I'm going to check that out because I need to know. I'm too far in on Horizon to not check that out. I traded but, in our copy, but... Oh, no, it's on... It's on I, I brought this up before. It's on Extra. Oh right, yeah. Why, Bob? You're sleeping on value here. Jedi Survivor. What do I gotta? What do I gotta say to get through to you the value? (laughs) (laughs) The value of playing a game you really don't want to ever see again. (laughs) Hey, they probably patched in more people who do the mini game something strike. What was it called? Machine strike. Machine strike. Desert strike. Ooh. Man, oh, hey, well, you're really good at Desert Strike. <laughs> She's drinking a Surge and owning him on one-handing the controller. Man, I forgot how many little extra things they added to combat in that sequel. It was like picking up an MMO after a couple of years. Yeah. I'm like, what do all these fucking buttons do? How do I do that one thing I know I can? Uh, yeah, that's... It's always a bad feeling. I, I get that feeling every time I go back to a housemark game that I used to be incredible at. I pick it up and I'm like, oh, there's so many mechanics. I'm just going to delete my save file and start over. <laughs> Qu- quick question. I'm not sure I ever asked you. Um, how much of that game did you play aggro? Because obviously you beat it. But, like, do you know roughly, like, percentage-wise, like, what your completion was? Oh... No, uh, okay. I couldn't tell you. Like, I, I didn't finish all the banded camps. I didn't do any of the racing thing. Yeah, did we? There do was it? racing. There was there was machine <laughs> racing. 
It was weird I'm, and kind of bad. Yeah, I never saw that. I never <laughs> saw one of those. I've never oh my seen. god! Yeah, it was it was a whole thing dotted all over the map. You had to beat all these races to to do the ultimate race. I. I remember being thrown a gladiatorial ring where I had to fight enemies with the timer, I think. But I didn't see any races. That's crazy. Okay. Yep. There's a lot of shit packed in that game. Yeah, there is. <laughs> uh, like I said, I didn't get to play much of Burning Shores, but it definitely has that later horizon enemy design thing of this enemy is going to charge at you. And its hurt box is going to activate at some time and be some size. And there's no way for you to know what that is until like the fifth time we did it. Whoops. Uh, now we did it twice somehow without animating anything. <sighs> the value of PlayStation Plus Extra, Bob. Yeah. I, I don't know how so many games make this mistake still. <laughs> Because doing it right's hard. I know. It's really hard. It is really hard. They should know better. <laughs> They're the only game being made by Sony. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Spider-Man isn't... They canceled it. They canceled it. <laughs> it's not Horizon enough. <laughs> he leaked it on Twitter. Cancel the game. You not work on Horizon. Uh, also, this week... Because I had uh, I, I had a friend visit for a couple of days. I had the weird opportunity to play It Takes Two, mm, huh? With with a person who has played three video games in her life. Oh man, yeah. Uh, I I feel like somebody told me if you play that game and you're the one who's played video games, you need to pick the wife. Okay. Uh, and I had forgotten that. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I let her pick the wife, and that game hates the wife. And the wife has to do all of the challenging shit. <laughs> I felt so bad for hours watching her fuck up the same jumps over and over. That's, that's rough, man. Uh, I was like, is this, was this the intended design? Was this, get your girlfriend to play video games with you and then strangle her? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, it takes two, sponsored by Man T. <laughs> Jeff Keighley's like, thanks, uh, director, who luckily didn't curse this time. <laughs> Keep flashing back to all I heard about this game on Game of the Year. Just, oh my God. I wasn't prepared for this book. No matter what they said, I was not prepared you, you, yeah, for this fucking book. There's no being prepared. There's also no being prepared for the caucasity of this game. It's truly oh impressive. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Also, what the fuck is wrong with that tree? What happens? I don't... What, like, we, we had a goal. We were going to get from the shed to the house. Yeah. Why am I riding a ghost catfish? Shit happens. I I don't remember. There's so much of that game I now don't remember because it's just big set piece, 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 big set piece forever for the mm -hmm. whole 10 hours. Mm -hmm. So I, I got to do that for several hours. Uh, God bless her. She never gave up. Okay. Uh, two things. One, <laughs> she's also never coming back. Yeah. <laughs> you can't trick me into playing another one of those video games. 
Uh, two questions. Uh, or, yeah. Um, Agro, one from chat. Uh, was it Eric's wife? <laughs> I did think about her the entire time. <laughs> Please tell me about all the times you think about Eric's wife the entire time. You, um, second thing, have you seen the movie Stay Tuned, uh, which is currently free on YouTube? No, I keep seeing it pop up on various streaming things, and I'm, I feel like that's a movie I should have seen on TV yes. when I was a kid. It feels like that should have happened. Yeah, Dan showed me several parts, and I was like, this should have been something I've seen, right. for sure. This should have been on Comedy Central. They air it a billion times, like Beetlejuice and a few other comedies. Mm -hmm. It even has a lot of actors from Beetlejuice, or at least a couple. Um, so, so now that you've played a chunk of It Takes Two, I implore you to just watch that movie and feel it out and be like, yeah, that's the same ley line they're both <laughs> tapping into. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Seriously, though, I, I grew up with a deep love of reading, and I've never wanted to stab a hardcover <laughs> book as much as I do now. Like, that book made me feel empathy for the two main characters. That's how fucking bad he is. Yeah. <laughs> That's his job. <laughs> I trapped you in this car. Anyways, I got to get back to my electrobot. <laughs> and then he disappears and you're like, is that is that book a demon? <laughs> did I did I piss I mean, someone off? Like I said, I have the theory that he is a demon the husband contracted with to keep his wife trapped in this marriage. The hubris. Because he's like, I, I'm not getting a job. <laughs> If I have to ruin this woman and my child's life so I don't have, a get a, have to get a job, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> what a principled man. <laughs> yeah, that guy is, he's, he's fucking scary. Mm -hmm. he, he is low-key terrifying. <laughs> but he's he our hero. He will stop at nothing. <laughs> have you, did you get to the garden? No, I never got out of the, like, increasing Matryoshka hellscape that is that tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did we stream us playing it, Bob? Or did we just play it off stream? I think we just played it off stream. No, okay. you played it off stream because there would have been so many fucking true. things that resulted from that stream. Um, I remember in the tree, I'm like, Bob, things really got out of hand. <laughs> I feel like we lost sight of our goals entirely. <laughs> Look, we need to go to the tr tree empress. It's important, Dan. The, the wife's just like, can we can we get to the thing? And he's like, I'm sorry. We got to relitigate some of this, this, these laws between the B races. God, that did it. That was in there. There is a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's like a, a robot hornet piloted by a, a squirrel. Yeah. yeah. Rolling, God, what yeah. the fuck happened there? <laughs> a lot. And it wouldn't stop. That was all I played this week. Okay, that's great. Hey, Chris, what you been playing? I finally started Atelier Rise of 3, which came out the same day as Resident Evil 4 Remake. Yeah. So obviously it got shoved off a bit. Right. Uh, th this isn't here nor there, but uh, but uh, Koei Tecmo put out like a survey for that game where they specifically asked, do you want us to start dubbing these again? 
Oh my God. God. So go, so go find that survey and say yes. Please, if you're listening to this and you care about this sort of thing, please just try to find that survey and say yes, because my God, I actually know someone who bought Atelier Razor 1, and when it didn't have a dub, they just returned it on Steam. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Uh, boy, they shouldn't have released that shit they released last year at all. Atelier Sophie 2. Fuck that game. <laughs> <laughs> what a title. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Because like you booted up a you boot up Atelier Rise of Three and it's me like oh this is where all the money and time went. Mm. Because and I haven't I'm only like five hours in but it's like wow this is sure a good Atelier game where you have good item creation and the areas make sense and you're not and you're not dealing with the worst mechanic in maybe any game I've ever played from Atelier Sophie 2, which is these fucking keystones. So in Atelier Sophie 2, you got these keystones. And what they did was they changed the weather. Okay. So like one would make it, one would make the sun come out, one would make it rain, and you eventually got a, like you got a thunder one and you got a snow one. So you had four and you didn't have, you couldn't use them all in every area they were available in. Mm. But the problem was, one, it, it didn't add anything to the game. It was like, oh, I can't progress. I must, I need the keystone. So I swapped the weather and now you can progress. Like it rains. So like a riverbed fills up and there's platforms on it. You can jump across to get to the other side or it snowed. So the lake fucking froze. Mm -hmm. But the problem with that was it also changed, changed all the items you could get in that area. Oh. Because the way an Atelier game works is there, there's enemies, of course, because it's an RPG, but there's also collection points all over the map, which is where yeah. you get the items, the stuff for item creation. And in Atelier Sophie 2, that would, they would change the items based on uh, what weather it was, and the enemies would also change. And sometimes enemies do drop shit you need. So it became impossible to mentally keep track of where you got stuff in Sophie 2. This literally <sighs> sounds like a 10 times worse version of Oracle of Seasons. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty rough. Yeah. What, why don't you just play every area four times? So, to pick up something and, that might be good. Right? In this... and, and also, and also Sophie 2 was, was just unbelievably cheap. Like, it looked cheap. The areas seemed cheap. How were the thighs? Uh, not present. Yeah, I was like, I think that's the right to the exclusive. <laughs> yes, it is. They don't want to mess uh, up the brand image. No. And... And frankly, like Sophie 2 sucks from the angle of we had to write a story that can't matter. Because the whole point, the whole point, the way the way all the Atelier trilogies work is they're a trilogy. They're connected. They norm they nor before Ryza, they had different protagonists, but the previous protagonist was there. Like in, you play in Atelier Rorona, you play as Rorolina Frixel, whose name is Rorona for short. And then in the sequel, Atelier Tatori. Rorona is Tatori's alchemy teacher and is present. And Sophie is in the sequel to her game Atelier Fearis. So they had to make this fucking story where she goes to the dream dimension and where you lose all your memories of it when you leave. So it, <laughs> th they had to make a story that couldn't matter. And I, I, I didn't beat Atelier Sophie too. It's one of only two Atelier games I didn't beat. I have not beaten out of the past... 
Out of the past 16, I have not beaten two. What's the RQSS mocking their score for that one? <laughs> Ten. Right? But everyone forgot everyone else and nothing happened. <laughs> and, and, and now that I think about it, the other one I didn't beat was Atelier Little and Suell, which also felt like something that got thrown on the flame so they could make Rise a one. Rise is just too powerful. They need to keep sacrificing things at her whole altar. Yeah, the altar of her thighs. Yes. I had the mental which is, which image is weird. earlier when I asked about the thighs thing where I was like, yeah, if they ever do a crossover between Rise and a different property, just bring the thighs over. None of the characters. Just bring over. It's very strange that Atelier Lalua, which was the one that came out between Rise of One and Rise of Two, is actually really good. So it seems like just, I, I guess that I guess they maybe that's when they stole from Fairy Tale. I think that might be what was like, yeah, we got we got the we got money to make this Fairy Tale game. Let's just make the cheapest shit possible and put all the money into Rise of Two. <laughs> that's really how it feels because Rise of Two is the one where it's like you can climb walls now and you have a grappling hook and you can go underwater and all this other shit. But yeah, it, it, it's really good. Those are stunningly great games. When are they <laughs> going to make the Atelier game where one of the characters is stacked like uh, the badass hunter bitch from fucking Xenoblade 3? The one oh with the God. dual swords? We need someone stacked in the front, too. Jesus. This is important. Oh, that, there's, a, there's, a character, there's a character that's obscenely stacked in the front in Ryza. I'm going to need... Wait, in Oh, so it's... It's a, she's a party member. I'm going to need yeah, them to dub these. <laughs> <laughs> Just mid-maxing on one game. Come on. Yeah, I know. That's fucking absurd. Look, that, that's the JRPG strength. You got to have something for everybody. <laughs> Xenoblade knows. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap, does Xenoblade know? <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's, that's really good. I'm enjoying that. Uh, I played one other thing. Speaking of good game franchises that have really bad first entries that maybe you should never play ever. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> I played Uncharted 1. <laughs> oh. Did you I stream that? through that? Yeah, I streamed all of it in one sitting because it's only like five and a half hours long. I keep missing that his streams are happening. I don't know. I saw him on Twitter, but it was the day you weren't here. I'm so fun. Oh, I take one day away from the other. Anyways, how was Uncharted 1? <laughs> bad <laughs> what a surprise will it surprise you to know that it's the only uncharted game i've never beaten other than golden abyss which i've just never had the opportunity to play it like all it, in my head that whole stream was just dan talking about yeah the engine was terrible they were like we were doing brain surgery with a chainsaw it man that game's just weird in a lot of ways like, they don't have any of the characters down yet, so nobody acts quite human. Like, Sully gets shot in the beginning, and Drake's like, oh, man. Like, he doesn't react, like, normally at all. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, my best friend and father figure's dead. Oh, well. Oh, jeez. I need to play uh, this Elena, game again. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> Elena runs, like, face first into a corpse that's been, in, like, a fresh corpse that's been impaled on, like, a pre like, a rambo-esque spike trap that swings out and she's just like wow that's weird i'm like really aren't you supposed to be like a normal reporter you're being confronted with a very graphic corpse 
maybe there's a reason Naughty Dog started letting their actors get a lot more rope to change the writing <laughs> in certain scenes. <laughs> Cover in Uncharted 1 barely works. That sounds right, yeah. Like, there's so many times you'll take cover and it'll be like, well, you're, you're getting shot anyway. Yeah, it, it's a trap. Yeah. And I've, I've never played a fucking third-person shooter with enemies as needy as the ones in this game. Where it's like, oh, you, you weren't looking at me too long. I'm getting behind you. Yeah. It's like this had the double debuff of they had never made a fucking third-person cover shooter before. That genre barely existed before they made this. Mm-hmm. So and the new engine. So so it's just like I was multiple times I was like, you motherfucker, stop getting behind me. Like when you played the multiplayer for Uncharted 2, you could tell which players were familiar with one because they were the ones who didn't trust cover and who were always fucking moving. Yeah, always be moving. Um, Chris, you saw the kill switch stream, I assume. I some of it. Okay. I, I've been thinking for a while now. It will be so interesting That's to go better. play. There's no way it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> so later on in Uncharted One, they introduce they introduce the instant kill enemies, which are dudes yeah. with with laser sights. Mm -hmm. And if they stabilize it on you, they they kill you instantly. The last route, the last normal encounter against guys with guns in that game is like eight of them up in the rafters of this church having a rave. Yeah. <laughs> because because the way the way it works is they swing the lathe like that's the visual indicator. They're swinging the side around. And when it becomes steady, you know, you need to fucking roll or else they're going to take your head off. So there's like eight of them and they're just swinging the lasers around this fucking church. <laughs> just having a light show. <laughs> I, I somebody was like, yeah, you said you said this must be the you said Cr Chris, you said this must be the worst combat encounter in the game like six times. <laughs> <laughs> Another burn ward. Because <laughs> they do some on on hinge shit. They're like swim across this pool to get to the fucking combat encounter. All the dudes will immediately spawn and shoot you to pieces. And I'm like, well, I guess I what I had to do was swim across to spawn them, swim back across. And then take pot shots at them from across this fucking gap. Yep. And to whittle them down. Yep. Also, I this is I I don't remember in any of the others how there was just tons of times from like Drake. That isn't what I wanted you to fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> you jumped the wrong way. You grabbed a hold of the wrong thing. Yeah, I feel like that continues being a little bit of an issue. But one is so much worse than two. I feel. In that specific regard, right. And the re and the reason I played this was to compare it to Tomb Raider, the Tomb Raider. Uh, <laughs> Just... One Tomb Raider, the Tomb Raider wins. Shock. <laughs> but it's funny how much Tomb Raider, the Tomb Raider, is like cribbing from this one specifically. Yeah, the mm -hmm. tone shifts a bit with two and three. Like they both have the Nazi base. I mean, that's just Indiana Jones, baby. Right. They both have. I was like, wow, it feels like there's more Drake running on collapsing shit in this game than in either of the others. Is that why that's all over Tomb Raider? 
where they like oh, this is this is what action game this is what adventure games have you run on shit that's falling out from under you doesn't uncharted one also have the thing where you're stuck in a decrepit broken plane and climbing through it or is that too i hard? think that happens to some extent but i might be mixing it up with the sub no there's no there's no there's a sub yeah there's a sub okay. there's not a there's not a plane it must be two that has the plane two has the hanging train it does and i don't know maybe it does have a plane two is a way better game like i i see people saying that in chat it's true yeah, yeah. No, it's a straight upgrade in every dimension yeah yeah, yeah. of course it is yeah, I bought two. Uh, I played one, and I was like, mm, "I'm not. I'm good." Look, there is there was slim pickings for the PS3, so yeah, I had that, to. I mean, that season is literally the season of I'm good. Yeah, because it's <laughs> Heavenly Sword, Lair, Uncharted One, and Folklore. And wow. of those, Folklore got packed in with my PS3, so I got it months later. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that uh -huh. was like the season of duds. Mm-hmm. Which is why that that's what happens when people meme and say the PS3 doesn't have games. They then ship all of them. <laughs> yeah, Un Uncharted really was the king of those terrible games, though. Oh yeah, <laughs> like uh, way better. <laughs> it was such a relief. <laughs> yeah, it, it's also really funny how goofy and cartoon-like it is compared to the later ones, where it's like you like a guys run drive up to shoot at you, and on their jeep they have a giant barrel with a fire on it. So you know it's explosive, and then you shoot it, and it perfectly flips the truck into the river to be a bridge for you. Yes. It's freaking hilarious. Or it has the room where Drake has to find these giant keys mounted on a wall and hang on them so they come down and open a room. It's too bad folklore is twice as long as it should be, because I think it would win, elsewise. It would have, mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they just shoot themselves in the foot with that. Though. Yeah, I really enjoyed our folklore. Ter here, terrible yeah. problem with Uncharted 1. Yeah. They kill off Eddie Raha. One moment. Heading to Google. <laughs> I vaguely remember Oh, you don't remember Eddie? 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 Eddie's great. I was so, I was so distraught when he dies. Because I was like, that's a great rival character for Drake. They should have kept him in all the games. Yeah, that would have been nice. Flynn ain't no Eddie Raha. But but he's in like Flynn. <laughs> hey Bob, it's this guy. I I cannot remember a single thing that he did or said. I vaguely he did, remember. He did, he's like this, he's like the shitty worm guy, and he has like he's the guy who's a rat. Mm. And and him and Drake are both shooting zombies, and he's like, Drake, I want you to know if we die here, I always fucking hated you. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, I wanted, I wanted him to live so bad. I was rooting for him so hard. There you go. I just, that looks exactly like an Uncharted 1 character, but I can't tell you anything else. Boy, it's not hard to understand why boss, bads, boss battles are bad and games shouldn't have them after shit like Uncharted 1. Yeah, that generation broke people. They're like, I guess good boss battles never existed. <laughs> I'm like, but, but there's all this, there's fucking, there's 30 years of games before this. Nope. nope. All I remember is the stuff I played in the last two years. No, but yep. games are all like this now and they will be forever. So this is right. normal. We can't improve uh, because from this point any further because this is, we're the pinnacle right now. Yeah, obviously. Of this society, is what, what... technology, art. <laughs> 
This is all double, or this is all video games should be. Uncharted. The culmination point is seventh gen. Games I mean, were how, always intended to be that. How could we possibly design a boss battle for a game about climbing and running and cover and shooting on this boat with a flat area and no cover or climbing? <laughs> Very smartly, I guess. He makes a good point. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to playing Uncharted 2 and seeing uh, the increasing forms of, no, it wasn't magic. It wasn't. We have an explanation for why it wasn't magic. I still don't get that game. Oh, we're going to, you know what? We're just. Yeah, I still. Why? Why does it? Why does it have to be suits? I don't get... Maybe Chris will come out of it and he'll be like, Dan, it made perfect fucking sense. Maybe <laughs> I like, will. You might! In, in Uncharted 1, it's real stupid because they're like, well, it's a biological weapon like that creates mass from nothing and made them immortal? <laughs> yes. I, I never Cause, came cause... away from one with them saying it wasn't magic. Like, that thing is clearly magic. Yeah, everyone always said one was magic. I, it, it, it is magic, but it feels like they're trying to go with this last time. Like, no, it's, it's a freaky s s disease thing. And I'm like, but these zombies are Spaniards from 400 years ago. Yeah, it's a, it's a disease. It's a magic disease. They all like this. They they admit it. It's magic in two as well. It's always magic. Yeah, they drink a magical nectar and now can jump like five stories into the air. But we needed them to wear funny suits to scare them to drink. Well, and I'm like, then why can't they just be? I those figured creatures? the funny suit thing was cultural. Like it was it was some Johnny Quest oh. era. The natives put oh, on no, a scary I'm being racist. Shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> What the <laughs> apologies to the but, people of Shangri-La. <laughs> I mean, it's insensitive of me. Yeah, I guess in but in three, it is no longer magical because it's a drug. No, threes, except for um, the so, dude who's a genie. See, that's what I'm. <laughs> that's what I'm really excited for Chris to get around to. Three. <laughs> <laughs> what is the dude from three that we that we memed about for like two months? Talbot. The yeah, Talbot. Talbot. Yeah, and that's because I had just gone through the PS4 version of 3, and it's just like, Talbot is... Talbot almost exists at a script level and no other. <laughs> I mean, 3 is the one where they were like, yeah, we, we didn't give a shit about the story at all. We made all this gameplay shit and then connected it with cutscenes. Yeah, it's really funny. Anyways, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop the spoilers. Did you play Boy. There's sure not a single fucking thing from this game that's in that movie. Yeah. No. Yeah, isn't that weird? There's not a single memorable set piece in Uncharted 1. What are you talking about? You're on a boat and you have to shoot guys. <laughs> yeah, one's, one's really just supposed to be look at how pretty the foliage and stuff is. We couldn't do this last gen. Yeah. I'm, I, I kind of want to go back and play Gears of War 1 and be like, which one wins? Yeah, it's interesting because Gears 1 ships first. Yeah, like a whole year. I I, yeah. I, I kind of think Gears 1 might win. Probably. The cover worked in that. <laughs> yeah. Were there I, any I, excite, uh, exciting push-a-burning car segments in Uncharted 1? This is the metric. There was, there was some pushing segments, and then there was, there was like these really weird puzzle areas, where, but, where, but the puzzle was like follow an arrow. Yeah, Uncharted kind of gets hit a lot with, man, this puzzle design is brain dead. 
but yeah, um, don't play Uncharted 1. If you get that collection, just go right to 2. There's literally, there's no characterization or anything in Uncharted 1 that you need at all. Yeah, just play the first hour at most of Uncharted 1. You can be like, that. let's assume the rest of the game is this, and then just <laughs> yeah, turn you it get, off. You get everything you need in the first, like, three chapters of Uncharted 1. Sully's his mentor. Drake's a piece of shit. That's it. Elena hired him. That's it. No, he scammed Elena. Wow. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't get any permits, so these guys are going to kill us. We better, we better shoot back. So there you go. That's Uncharted 1. <laughs> yeah. And that's all I played. Oh, shit. I mean, this is a... Podlord? Oh. Podlords. Oh, my God. They're in oh. the room right now. Oh my god, you see them too, thank goodness. My co-host can't hear the music. Yes, that's right. The Podlords. Podlords such as E. Lee Broyles. Push versus Precious, based on the novel Push by Sapphire. BN12, Red Blaze 27, Suzushiro, Shibuya Gato, Rado, 101 Shades of Wonderful, Remastered, WTF, Spider Man, Sony's 13 Crusades to try and get Horizon out of the cuck shed. Mr. I like spam. It will be a cold day in hell before I say its name is Rayquaza over the superior Rayquaza. Absolutely. Fair. Also, Fair. I'm finding out from the comments section that movie, which is exclusive to patreon.com slash GB podcast, the one after this one, is gaslighting me. They do not call him Deoxys. They call him Deoxys in the anime. They only call him Deoxys in this one movie. That's great. <laughs> I'm so mad. That's insane. <laughs> ah! DFW3K. Aka Akaska is two for two on series that I'm going to jam into my face as fast as possible. Ah, nice. Shiny Mew, Kristen, Kyle Bjork. Today, Adam reminds that the, wait, reminds chat room that the peak video game exists. Moon over the castle intensifies. Adam, you gotta play seven. Seven's so good. Gran Turismo seven is so good. I'm so excited to play Gran Turismo seven in VR and go 40 miles an hour. I feel like it's so fucking fast. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Iron Aggro, Blig de Blue, Schlig de Spoo, Monster Hunter Ryzen and Raiden? What do you mean Dead Island 2 is out tomorrow? Psyop, not real. Yeah. <laughs> Spoon, gonna, oh, everybody's everybody's going to open that case and Anthrax is just going to come out. <laughs> I'm going to download and install it. My PS5 is just going to emit a green gas. <laughs> 
like a little robot arm with a syringe is gonna come out and jab you. <laughs> you get euthanized. <laughs> no. Cooper Tank. I have no bit. Enjoy this random Karya screenshot. This is how in deep we are on the Karya edits. I didn't believe them. <laughs> yeah, right. That's not gonna be it. Get staring at him like something. You drew over that guy who's points, didn't you? So, so, you just drew over it. Something's different here. I, I can see it. I'm, I'm gonna find out. That's the same brick wall. I know it. <laughs> We're broken. <laughs> Neko Norn Yan Cenobite. Indigo Sykes. Drive Typecast. Gaiji. I will not rest until more people play Sin and Punishment. Please treasure Port Star Successor to Switch. Oh, fuck. It's the Raccoon Lords! Oh, fuck! Oh, God, there's so many. Right? I want to give them all, I want to give them all peanut. But the sign says not to. <laughs> I don't... The fucking sign can't stop me. It doesn't have arms. <laughs> Shinji 16 doesn't watch Bleach, doesn't know who Gene is, but based on how the boys react, this is how it feels in my head. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Yeah. Oh. The Superman. There is no bit. It's the Hardam's birthday. Oh, then why is he here? <laughs> <laughs> why did you invite him? <laughs> Happy birthday, Karya, I guess. Oh, don't invite Jinkaria to your house. He's he's a vampire, basically. I guess sort of, maybe not. Happy bounce day? <laughs> I mean not legally. <laughs> oh my god, the Pod Lords took so long that song ended. <laughs> Saraline. Timothy Fister, Bearded Joe, Pleochrome, Crunklespum, Damn, the Chad Rex arc goes hard. This man became Polygamy Guts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kinda. It's so true. This is fucked up. You motherfuckers making me want to play fucking Xenoblade 2. Are you insane? <laughs> I'm gonna try my best. Every time I jack out, I think about how relaxing it is to be inside the pet. No, don't say it. Huh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you can just push L1 on the screen and he says it. <laughs> According to all known laws of aviation, there is no way a bee should be able to fly. What a small true, by the way. black and yellow and drops thring, things, Bob. A fumblebee. Is it? Is it fumble? Oh. I get it. Okay. Okay. Just wait. Immortals of Destiny Brain Rot. Uh, that is truly immortal brain rot. Slightly above average. Thank you very much to our pod lords. 
Thank you, Pod Lords. Thank you, Pod Lords. Thank you, Pod Lords. Thank you, Pod Lord. And if you'd like to become a Pod Lord, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. For as little as $5 a month, you get access to many benefits, such as early access to Chugging Bleach and Pokemon Go to the Movies, our two monthly anime review podcasts, which will be continuing until the heat death of the universe, thanks to AI generation, will be fucking skeletons, and it'll be spitting out these podcasts where we review things that don't actually exist. You also get extended content from other shows we do when indeed such things exist for you to be given in a patron-exclusive show one a month where you get to vote on what good or bad thing we have to watch and then talk about. And if it's a bad thing, you get a commentary track, and we don't release those publicly. So there's like 70 somewhere around there. Yeah, it's uh, above waiting for 70. You. It's so nuts. God. Now, granted, they're all for things you should never, ever watch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. A couple of them are like George of the Jungle or Good Burger. Yeah, a couple. Good Burger. Uh, a couple of them. The first, okay. the, the first two things we did, and then nothing but a wasteland forever. <laughs> yeah, that, that's uh, true. We did that in like the first seven episodes. It's so uh, you also get a movie, Isolation One One Nine, a fantastic little independent film about a man who really wants to get a tax write off on his vacation and maybe find out the mystery behind his brother sitting in a bathtub and headbutting a broken glass. He's not dead. He's just kind of comatose. Yeah, uh, he, we're, it is unclear, but he didn't have a good bath. We're clear on that much. <laughs> uh, but that is patreon.com slash gbpodcast. If you don't have any money, it always helps us immensely to tell your friends, rate us on Thursdays before they remove that feature. Uh, yeah. Rate us on your podcast app, podcast app of choice and like this video on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube right now. That's patreon.com slash gbpodcast. Thank you. Let's get to news. Let's get to news. We got some news. Some of it literally sounds fake. I think <laughs> I can say that. I think, I think, it, it, I don't believe 2023 should be a world where I have to open news and go, ladies and gentlemen, Atari has bought Bubsy. <laughs> At the same time, this feels really appropriate. Does it? I feel like Atari has been so dead so many times by now. Them buying anything's weird. <laughs> Yeah. So then buying Bubsy is a double layer of, come on now. Are you serious? Bubsy is the exact sort of trash that I would associate with modern Atari, though. Yeah. For people who don't know, Atari has acquired 100, more than 100 PC and console titles from the 80s and 90s. That's IPs such as Bubsy. And then a bunch of things no one cares about. Was it an, was it an IP or was it just the game? Uh, it sounds like they own the IPs now, but maybe it is just the game. Uh, but notable games such as Bubsy, Hardball, Demolition Racer Series. Y you know that? And then they list 1942 Pacific Air War. And I'm like, now that's not the Capcom one. No, right? I don't think so. Yeah, so anyway, uh, Atari bought Bubsy. What the hell's wrong with the world? Yeah, I'm like, that. It, it, when Bubsy is the top of your 100 game pile. You know it was not a good pile to buy. <laughs> I, I'm, not ex I'm not excited for fucking um, Night Dive to be stuck porting shit like Bubsy forever. Oh, no. That would, that would be truly terrible if that occurred. That would actually be tragic. At the same time, I kind of want to see Night Dive's release of Bubsy's 3D. Like on the Night Dive engine. Okay, he's, he's not wrong to say it. That actually would be really fascinating <laughs> philosophically. <laughs> right? Like it's something that shouldn't happen. But I would applaud it. 
I don't like that this is happening, but I'm gonna clap. <laughs> okay, Bob. That's 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 a good thing. Bob, if you clap, they don't know what that means. They don't understand irony. They'll keep doing it. Um so I had two ways I could take this news. Instead of taking it towards other absurd, funny things that happen, I'm going to take it in the acquisition direction. Sega acquires Rovio, the owners of Angry Birds, for $775 million. I sure wish I made a middling to acceptable mobile game between the years of 2008 and 2012. Mm-hmm. Because, they, man, they, they still pull in big money. So the, I, I saw this and I'm like, yeah, they still pull in big money. Uh, make a Sonic skin to Angry Birds. That's like the most obvious thing in the world. He rolls into a fucking ball. You shoot him at a, a bunch of Robotnik enemies. Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. easy. It'll do something. <laughs> also, uh, bring bring Angry Birds back to consoles. That was here a little bit. People people give you throw 20 bucks at that. It is weird to think that they, they haven't done that since the seventh gen have they because i remember that we had it yeah yeah i don't know why I, I, yeah i remember i remember i i guess it would, would have had to be like 2009 maybe maybe uh, a little bit more recent where i'm like staring at this cover of star wars angry birds for, for the ps3 and i'm like who would buy this that's 40 dollars <laughs> yeah someone did though someone had to have right uh to cap off this news I'm going to read a quote directly from TechLink to a YouTube show made by Linus Media Group that does not provide links to any of the news articles they cover. Their entire show is like a 10-minute news show where they just do bit, 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 bit. And since their coverage is service level, I kind of would like to go read the original sources. But they never include the links. So this is me striking back at them by literally reading their joke while reference it's, it's credit to their joke personally i don't get why sega would be interested in a company whose popular animal mascots once dominated an entire platform but now only cater to a smaller yet rabid fan base i hate news shows that are just eight minutes ten minutes long and don't provide links to the article i don't want to go to google and type and then pause the right frame to get this because they don't even say the site half of the time they just show it on anyways we're moving on we're moving on to the other weird as hell news that doesn't involve acquiring we found Joseph Staten. <laughs> oh, boy. He, uh, he ended up somewhere that we would have made a joke about on Armchair Devs mm -hmm. or Game Repreventions. That's so right. It's, it's so fucked up that it happened so fast. Yeah. yeah it was within a week. Joseph Staten joined Netflix Gaming. Woo. He's the thrilled. The only place, <laughs> the only place where I'm like, that's worse. <laughs> that's worse than where he was. There's even less chance of something coming out there. Yeah, that's who oh boy. I don't know. I don't know anymore. Microsoft is so bad. I'm like, Netflix might have a better chance of launching a game. I mean, when you look at the track record, they did launch Pointy. Right. And they have a game they announced this or this week that's launching on Switch and stuff. So Microsoft, this shouldn't be you shouldn't be competing with Netflix gaming yeah anyway they specifically set themselves up to compete with netflix gaming they said they're competing with netflix in the fucking shit they gave the ftc because they have game pass yep yeah they're so insane uh I hate the future so much yeah, yeah it's really stupid joseph Staten uh is going to be creative director for a brand new triple a multi-platform game and original ip quote let's go <laughs> well see you in 2028 joseph Right. Uh, that is it for my news. We're going to move to Dr. Agro.
you guys remember god what was it uh let me let me double check the date on this one i think it was last year yep when uh resident evil 2 and 3 remake got updated and they just forced in ray tracing and nobody's pcs could run it anymore yeah yeah they had the higher end mode that is performance heavy because it has the 3d audio the ray tracing and some other things that were all changes added for the ps5 and next gen versions well uh resident evil 2 and 3 were updated again and they accidentally turned off the ray tracing yeah it's just gone uh they can't access it anymore they said sorry (laughs) not intentional (laughs) we're gonna try to fix it i don't think they give any hard details on when or how (laughs) no i'm not sure they know (laughs) (laughs) It's been an incredible couple of weeks for uh, random updates. We've been informed that the Coke vending machine we put outside of the food world has been stolen. We apologize. We don't know where it went. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get it back. (laughs) So we here on the podcast are all um, old. Anybody want to challenge that statement? (laughs) I mean, biologically speaking, I believe I am older than you. However, I feel like I'm a fresh young lad. (laughs) So so we all remember all the print media that came out surrounding Pokemon and all the nice watercolor art it had that was high contrasted to shit and faded out in the wrong color. Yes. Well, so uh, a a YouTuber called Lutu has been uh, archiving and spreading around better accurate scans of that art. Which is is cool because now we get to see you know uh, Ken Sugimori's art the way it was intended to be. Yeah, I added it to news because this exploded on my on my Twitter timeline, and a lot of people are really like Confederate statue mad. <laughs> Diglett's like, not y- supposed to be that color. What? You're erasing our albino ditto history. What? <laughs> yeah. Some dumb Gen 1-er-brained morons are super mad that better scans are going around because it's our history that we grew up with this shit version. These people need help. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, and then Bulbapedia is like, um, we archive all changes to these articles, so you just go back and you click for the earlier version of the image, and it's still right there. There you go. <laughs> Uh, I was at a restaurant on that one day I disconnected from doing Gigaboot's work and the internet. Mm-hmm. This is not a common thing. Tosh and I are out. We are enjoying a night together. But at this restaurant, there are so many tables. But this, this couple, this married couple and their child sit right next to us. It was really weird. And I'm like, okay, now I got to make sure I don't say anything like, you know, cursors or whatever. But at one point, randomly, not because of anything Tosher I said, the kid goes, hey, talking to her parents, you, you, what was it like when Pokemon first came out? And the dad goes, oh, yeah, yeah, that was cool. She's like, but like, could you buy Pokemon stuff? And he goes, yeah, you could go to a store and buy a Pokeball. This is where the whole conversation begins and ends. And I'm like. Dude, you just made it sound like we could go anywhere and just get one. <laughs> like it was the simplest shit in the world. <laughs> I would be like, uh, you, you know, Politoed and Poliwhirl and Poliwrath? For some reason, they really thought those were winners back then in Gen 1. <laughs> there was so much fucking merchandise of that line specifically. And that is true. 
Yeah, they that were was one of the represented. Yeah, and that was one huh. of the big. Uh, that was one of the big Pokemon that the main characters had in the manga. If I like remember the... correctly, even the super bouncy balls they had, the picks were Raichu, uh, Clefairy, something. It might have been an Alakazam and Poliwrath or whatever. I had a Jolteon. Oh yeah, Jolteon. Yeah, That's Jolteon the third got, thing. Got yeah. Pushed. So those yeah. are like the four bouncy balls, and I'm just like, <laughs> why is Poliwrath there? That's crazy. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so, oh man, people who still think Beyond Good and Evil Two is coming out, brace yourselves. <laughs> I'm bracing. <laughs> Ubisoft Barcelona has posted a job listing for a senior concept artist. Con what? Concept. <laughs> so let's go over how weird that is. Yeah, concept artist for a game that's been being made for what 15 years. Uh, I don't know why you would need a concept artist in a game we're just trawling deviant art to get all the art for. Yeah, well, uh, I, I guess the Joseph Gordon-Levitt initiative just didn't pan out. Yeah, probably um, really fell through. Also, Ubisoft Barcelona isn't the studio that's apparently making Beyond Good and Evil Two. That's Ubisoft Montpelier. Yes, what? or at what? least it was the case. But, but I guess it's part of Ubisoft's plan to leverage their globalized assets to fuck up every project evenly spreading it around and just confuse everyone they they did a fucking show today talking about how we're definitely shipping a new mode for the division too soon it's happening why though <laughs> we're also we're also definitely going to ship that free-to-play sequel to the division someday uh, mm. Yeah. oh yeah that thing is still yeah. maybe I, gonna I, be real i, think about that I, I don't think they're gonna ship anything ever again you know agro obviously the senior concept artists need to make an ad campaign art for an ad campaign for the that's, game launching that's, that's it's happening not what they do <laughs> i know i always think of like game announcements as like you know we're having a kid announcements right i always think of it that way where it's just like ladies and gentlemen we're having a baby and it's like oh my god so when you know 10 years in, you're like, she's pregnant. I <laughs> you just have to look at it and go, still again? <laughs> You've got the extra layer of the kind of people who announce we're trying are also the kind of people who announce we're pregnant. So when he comes out and says she's pregnant, you know that man did whatever it took to get the job done. Even if you had to outsource it to a different studio in Barcelona. I got the penis, man. <laughs> uh, that's it for aggro news. God. <laughs> hey, Chris, do you have any news? <laughs> uh, Immortals of Avium dropped a gameplay trailer. <laughs> the, uh, they also dropped some nails in the coffin of me wanting to buy that game. <laughs> yeah, because uh, uh, there's no UI for one, so why? Not even for one, like one clip. You couldn't yeah. give me the UI. There's no UI elements on the stream uh, on the entire screen. They just stripped it for that trailer, or it doesn't exist. There's no way it doesn't exist. This game ships in a few months. No one. It, no one has the balls 
to ship a fucking game without a UI in 2023. I wish. Mm-hmm. I would applaud. That would get, we would make that category for game of the year. <laughs> game that shipped with no UI. <laughs> uh, there's a bunch of shooting enemies with fancy looking particle effects. Normal guns disguised as magic by particle effects. Uh, enemies don't. Uh, enemies tend not to react when being shot. Uh, also, it has destiny loot complete with light levels called your Magnus rank. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that's quite something. This game has five fucking currencies. It's single player. For what purpose? I'm I'm not dealing with five different currencies and fucking gear score in a single player game. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I don't know why anyone would want that. Like, it just seems completely out of place. And it it, it doesn't seem like that's going to be, this is going to be a big part of the gameplay loop. Like, go do these side quests to get loot. Like, they're just, he's just blasting an enemy and it pops up on the screen like, got flag flare blaster epic. And I'm like, fucking why? This this still looks like you know how stained glass kind of looks like rock candy (laughs) (laughs) okay go Hmm. on i know it's probably stained glass but i still have the idea of sticking it in my mouth (laughs) with this game i think it's crazy they showed it without a ui because is he just shoots these enemies that do not react there's no indicator that you are hurting them at all, basically. Right, because they don't have the numbers. Right, if they have numbers, I could see it. And they don't have an it, animation it, to go. Yeah, there's no you, animation. The sound design is terrible. It sounds like he's flicking pieces of paper yeah. rather than doing anything cool. Somebody says, have you seen the PC requirements? And now I gotta know. Yeah, this game seems big and expensive. Um, EA sure seems like they're just throwing money in the fucking incinerator with these EA originals that they're not vetting or marketing, or... <laughs> what does it need, Dan? What does it need? Hey, Bob, you, you know how you have a 1080 Ti? Yeah. You can't play this game. Yeah, of course not. Whoa. It requires a 2080 Super. <laughs> that's minimum? Yeah, that's minimum, dude. I'm staring right at it. <laughs> Nobody's going to play this fucking game. And you need 110 gigabytes free on your SSD because it's this is for 1080p 60 low to medium settings. Oh my god! So that might be gets you running at 30. Uh, does anyone want to guess what the recommended is? Bob, it's a 4090. Chris, <laughs> a 3080. Doctor Agro. 3090. It is a 3080 Ti. <laughs> <laughs> we recommend you have this. this yeah. is some original Final Fantasy 14 bullshit. I recommend I own a sports car. <laughs> how, how much RAM do they recommend you have? 32? Is it 32? Weirdly enough, they don't change the RAM recommendation between the minimum and the normal. It's literally missing that slot on the recommended. Weird. The minimum says 16 gigs. The recommended says nothing, which... Let's be real. If your lowest spec is to 2080 Super, what the fuck? What do you mean 16 gigs of RAM? That seems weird. That seems mismatched. That's my opinion. But uh, that's the thing. The consoles are like a lot more optimal for their specs. So even though those are lower than a 2080 Super, mm-hmm. like I think both consoles are. I think the Series X is a 2080 um, and the PS5 is a 2070 Super. 
So technically those are both spec wise, performance wise, lower than the PC spec. They still oh, this have game's a, gonna run like shit on consoles, isn't it? I hope not. <laughs> I hope, I uh, hope this isn't gonna... another. Go uh, wait, what's the name of that uh, Bethesda game that just came? Ghostwire. Back? Ghostwire. I hope this isn't another Ghostwire situation. I bet it's gonna be. It reminded me a lot of Ghostwire with the fucking with the fucking Doctor Strange hand signs to do magic. <laughs> like Ghostwire, the things he does with his hand ever look cool. That doesn't seem to happen once in this. This trailer. guy does this though. Yeah, he does this. It's like there's no energy to it at all. They clearly, the best part of Ghostwire is they had to do, do a bunch of Naruto hand signs. <laughs> yeah. And it, it seems like they, again, like Doom Eternal for the next five, six years, seven, eight, 12, 15 years <laughs> is uh, the template for first person shooters. So this has a bunch of Doom Eternal shit in it, like grappling points and air dashes, which are, which are blanks in this because you're a mage. And like, they do you do like a glory kill in one in one cut and i'm like you put fucking destiny loot and gear score in a game that you're trying to be like doom eternal what who wants that i don't who understand this i don't understand how this is a single player game like it's single player and the enemies are insanely bullet spongy yeah they're That's insanely really bullet spongy they don't even react to being shot like I, what? I yeah, again, I, I won't I won't be surprised if it comes out like, yeah, this was originally supposed to be a multiplayer thing. All I'm saying is if we open a PO, PO box again by the time this comes out, if this shows up in the PO box, I'll play it. Uh, I just did my taxes, so I can't I can't be like, I'm so excited to spend seventy dollars. Yeah, I can't afford figures. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> EA really just keeps shipping them like that. It, it it's so weird how EA just like seems to be the worst at picking what things to have made <laughs> like out of the four big out of the four or out of the last fourth big big triple a things they've launched need for speed could have done good if they marketed it at all because apparently that was a good one yeah which is weird i don't think there was any universe where wild hearts did good probably not dead space they didn't market at all I feel like that would have done better sales-wise if it was 60 instead of 70, because that is a $70 remake, Well, that's right? true of all of these. All four of these were 70. Right. Yeah, it's, that, that really hurts when it's like nothing new. <laughs> what are you talking about? They, 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 they completely redesigned this game that is the same shape. Yeah, it, it's like, we're going to... I think I said this when the $70 thing was first announced, like, Sony will be fine. Nintendo... Why well, didn't know Nintendo at the time? I was like, Sony will be fine. Big Capcom games, if they want to do it, they have not. They fucking are smart. Yeah, would do fine. But what's gonna what's gonna get hurt is this shit that's one step below the super AAA, where it's like, like this, like all these yeah. EA things. It's like, yeah, people aren't gonna come out and shell out seventy bucks for that. Yeah, especially right. when it's like a new IP like these. Right. Like nobody trusts it, knows what it is yet. And uh -uh. You want to spend $70 on it. This is this sounds really harsh. Uh EA, you've lined yourself up a biomutant. No one's no one's lining up to, to <laughs> jump in this hole you've made. <laughs> but other people are getting that much money, so I will. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That's how it works. Is that yeah, how that works? There, there, there was that there's that been that Twitter meme that's been going around where uh, you, you got to post the best I'm not him moments where a guy realizes he is not the big, cool, epic Chad. Mm -hmm. He is, in fact, not him. I feel like um, <laughs> everybody pretty much should be thinking that when looking at God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
Please, please don't, please don't ship fucking Dragon Age and Mass Effect Four at fucking seventy dollars. Oh, they're absolutely. Oh yeah, they're, those they're are gonna. Really they're name. gonna. Yeah, those they're have gonna, name but brand. I, I, I want those to possibly do good. I want to have faith. Mm-hmm. And you're just you're just putting the fucking weighted clothing on Bioware, and they already can barely move. Please, they're wheezing. <laughs> it's like that fucking King of the Hill joke where he covers Bobby in carpet and sprays it with a hose to try and get him to uh try and teach him like explosive strength for wrestling and he just can't get out. <laughs> That's oh man. <laughs> That's a really rough mental image for Bioware. <laughs> just the car the wet carpet marked seventy dollars. Like come on explode <laughs> and just lays there groaning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, next piece of news. Uh, BuzzFeed is shutting down BuzzFeed news and the press release they released with this is going to be like, yeah, we're just going to get algorithms to write stories for us. And this is only BuzzFeed news as of now, but uh, if you work for BuzzFeed, start looking for another job because you're going to be gone in six months. Yeah. 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 That's definitely a site that feels like they would jump on the AI craze. Of course, because there was never a concern about quality. No. Not even for a second. No. Well, BuzzFeed specifically built the image of not having quality. BuzzFeed is so mm-hmm. people at work can hit refresh over and over and over again and see anything to, to keep them from killing themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At their office job. Like, that's literally all they exist for. Right. I mean, they basically were the progenitors of listicle. Yeah. Uh, I guess we're heading to Bob News. Hey, Bob. Sure. Give me some Bob News. Uh, CyberConnect 2 is shutting down their Montreal studio in July. They had a Montreal studio? Yeah, they opened it several years ago. I guess that did not pan out. Yeah, I, I have no idea what they even did. I assume they just outsourced various, like, art, but who knows? It's like, no, but they, I doubt they worked on any of those anime games. I doubt they worked on... Unless, unless, unless CyberConnect to Montreal was just like eight furries sitting in a room cranking out art for the Little Bronx Tale franchise. <laughs> unless it was that. Yeah. I don't know what they were. Mm-hmm. Well, that's unfortunate, I guess, that we didn't really get anything out of them, it seems. Yeah, it feels like they just opened it. Didn't know and, how to deal with it. Right. Which is always weird that they opened it because they are a smaller Japanese dev. So right. The thought of making another studio ha- literally halfway across the world. Yeah, they're no Capcom. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Uh, Xenoblade 3 Story DLC comes out next week. It's called Future Redeemed. Can you believe they shot us like this? Right. April 25th. Guys, what? they're releasing a Star Wars game that looks good that week leave me alone right i'm gonna even one week i'm gonna have to do the thing i did with xenoblade chronicles 3 of just uh, i'll play this at the end of the year <laughs> <laughs> who knows maybe nothing will come out in uh july and uh august because it feels kind of like that's the case right now yeah it feels kind of like that those are just the dead zones until until fucking spider-man shows up gorilla walking in september mm-hmm. and starfield i guess if that doesn't get delayed again <laughs> just put that in there uh they also announced new amiibos we're gonna see a noah and mio amiibos 
coming sometime. They didn't say when. And they're doing a Pyra Misro combo pack amiibo uh, in July 21st. Get all your waifus. Yes. Uh, THQ Nordic announced they're doing a showcase August 11th. Good luck remembering that. Do you think That's... that uh, with EA being pretty definitively dead forever? Uh-huh. Wait, do you yeah. think all this game? You mean E3? Not EA. E3. E3. I was like, shit, did I miss a story? <laughs> sorry, I sorry, I was fucking keyed into the future of fucking 2027 or whatever when that <laughs> actually happened. Um, do you think we're gonna see like all the gaming shit move to like August? Because that's around when Summer Games is, isn't it? Uh, Summer Gaming actually happened in June, but there are a lot of Gamescom things and another Summer of Gaming thing that was in August. Yeah, it's, it's still currently split between those two. So this is yeah, again. So I wonder if, we'll, if we'll, yeah. since there's no longer like a gravity well in June pulling all the gaming events towards it, I wonder if we'll see like a shift in the industry to now it's in August. I hope not, because it, it feels like that's a long time without news. Like that's more than halfway through the year. So having your event all the way then feels a little rough. But if everybody does like directs and personal shit in like spring and then they do another thing in august that you know yeah yeah that sort of thing could work uh they said there'd be trying five news here so you know get hype why do they own trying <laughs> why does trying need to haunt me because they, they fucking own everything they're fucking thq nordic stop ha stop embracing have, things how about that <laughs> have you heard of it but never played it they probably own it yeah, they also said they're going to talk more about the new Lord in the Dark game they announced a year ago. Oh my god, do they also own the Lost Vikings? Probably. That, that game. THQ, embrace her. Mm -hmm. Re-release Ride to Hell Retribution. Oh you can, god. have, and will do worse. <laughs> <laughs> now that, that gives you a sort of confidence boost when you hear it put like that, you know? Yeah, it seems like uh, the switch over to chat GPT uh, derived news for BuzzFeed was in January. Now they're just shutting it down entirely. So it's just dead. Oh, so they're not even doing yeah, not even sounds, new AI based. It sounds like today's news was they put a fucking bullet in between the eyes. They, they put <laughs> they, that press release is like, we're going to continue using AI and other stuff. And I'm like, oh, you're, <laughs> it's you're coming just, for our other divisions. This isn't the dub you think it is, chief, right? <laughs> we poured this strange liquid on my car and it sort of <laughs> ate through the engine block. We're going to see what other stuff we can pour it on to improve our circumstances. Though. Next up, my, my, my wife <laughs> and our dog. Good Lord. Come on. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Devolver Digital announced a new game. Okay. It's called, called Karma Zoo. All one word. All one word. Uh, it's for PS5, Xbox Series, Switch, and PC. Developed by Pasta Games. Also all one word. Uh, they did Arkanoid Eternal Battle. Which is like some... That is a thing that exists. Yeah. I don't know a damn thing about it because I'm like, it's Arkanoid. I get it. <laughs> Right, I I looked up a video. Uh, it's like Arkanoid was twenty five online players online at once. Mm. Mm. I am kind of surprised this isn't related to like um, the Binding of Isaac guy because the art kind of looks like that. Huh. I I it get reminds that me of the End is Nigh. The other thing he did that nobody or was the End is Nigh Super Meat Boy. Um. Well, I mean the the same guys involved in both. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. 
the Super Meat Boy, I believe, was two different people, though. Or Binding of Isaac was. I don't know. Um, wish I could remember that guy's name right now. Edmund. I, yes, Edmund McMillan. Edmund McMillan, yeah. Yeah, I did a pretty good job during the end of 7th Gen of not paying attention to the 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 litany of indie devs journalists we're propping up that later came out to be questionable. <laughs> not that Edmund's one of them, but there sure were a fucking lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this game looks kind of neat. It's a multiplayer-focused 2D puzzle platformer. So it's you like queue up with random people, and you all get to choose different animals, and they each have different powers, and it'll custom-make stages that you... Or, Stages with puzzles that can be solved by your set of animals. And you have to figure it out without communicating with them, basically just like flailing at the, the puzzle until you solve it. Agro, this is great. You can get that friend to play with you online. <laughs> and now you can't <laughs> even tell them what to do. Uh, this will probably be a nightmare, but it, <laughs> it, it might be funny, though. That was my first reaction, but I'm like, maybe we'll experience one of those journey moments where people are really into making it work. Mm hmm. So uh, that might be good. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, now I need to talk about Monster Hunter now. <laughs> I want my Monster Hunter and I want it now. Was a joke I was going to make in the thumbnail, but then I realized no one would remember that. Yeah. Marketing campaign. I think it was before my time in a sense. <laughs> right. What? J.G. Wentworth? No, nah, man. That shit's evergreen. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody loves J.G. Wentworth. This is made by Niantic. The people who did Pokemon Go. This is Pokemon Go Monster Hunter. There seems to be combat in it somehow. It's unclear. Everything in this trailer is pretty vague on how it works, but you do have a... They showed the map with all the different, uh, like, Poke Stops that are now Monster Stops. Uh, it comes out in September. Okay. That company is making a lot of games right now. Yeah, apparently. I, I'm going to check something without saying anything out loud real quick. Okay. I'm sure it is, but I want to be 100%. Ah, uh, yes, Peridot. Okay. They, they're also doing a beta for Peridot, which is a... a imagine Neopets, but Pokemon Go. <laughs> that, is, that is what's going on with that. Apparently, they just keep moving gameplay mechanics and stuff all over the place and being like, I don't know. <laughs> Nintendo ain't stopping us, it's, so it's, sure. it's good. Yeah, what are they going to... That thing's purple and cute. We invented that, right? Um, okay, more acquisitions now. Ah, oh, jeez, I should have segued here earlier. Yeah, there's like a ton of acquisitions this week that all of them got announced <laughs> within the last two days. Yeah, uh, that was weird. Yeah. So Epic Games is acquiring Aquarius. No. A Aquarius? No. Aqua Iris? I'm going to say Akiris. Akiris? Because uh, they, they might be Brazilian. They, they are, are Brazilian. Akiris. Because they don't have an A, it can't be Aquarius, and they don't have a U either. At the end. So, All right. Aki, Riss. Uh, they made Horizon Chase. Not Horizon. Not Horizon. <laughs> Horizon <laughs> Chase. Um, that, is a, that is a room game. Where you <laughs> like Jim Ryan slinks back off into the <laughs> yeah. background like Swiper. Yeah, I was, uh, by, by the way, earlier we had that, uh, that uh, Jim Ryan in 40K thing. Uh, he, he started the Horizon Heresy. <laughs> oh. So what are they doing over there, Bob? Uh, Epic Games is turning them into Epic Games Brazil. 
like using them as a okay. foundation for that. That's neat. And it says they will join Epic Games to create groundbreaking content and social experiences in Fortnite. <laughs> the arcade game continues. Yeah. I really hope these guys get to make a game separately from Fortnite too, but it does not sound like it's from this. Well, yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think Epic is interested in any, any of that. With right. UEFN, Unreal Engine for Fortnite. Mm -hmm. I think that's what they abbreviated to. Anyways, even though it should be FFN. Anyway, or F, just F, if you take out the four. They got the scripting language and everything else. They could just make what is effectively the same game, but it's in Fortnite. They could. So it gets in front of more people. Right. Which is cool. Uh, once again, Fortnite became Dreams just before Sony said, yeah, we're going to kill Dreams. Yeah. <laughs> I hate them so much. <laughs> uh, Focus Entertainment is acquiring acquiring RailSimulator.com. That is the name of the company. <laughs> that is actually what the company is named. They are the parent company of <laughs> Dovetail Games. Go and register. what do they make? They make train simulators. I know. Oh, oh what? The, the circle is complete. That's crazy. <laughs> um, so I guess if you play train simulator games, they will now be under the Focus Entertainment brand. It fucks me up every time Focus Entertainment comes into gaming because they're traditionally a movie company. I'm like, what are you doing over here? Is that the same company? I always figure it's two separate entities that happen to be named the same. I'm pretty sure. No, wait, one moment. One moment. Oh, they are named almost identically. Okay, so what the hell is the name of the movie focus company? I'm going to type movie focus company. Is it focus movie group? Focus features. Okay. They always just put the word focus up. Okay. Right. Okay. All right. We've clarified something today other than the mystery that was what game does railsimulator.com the company make? <laughs> what genre is it in? Please tell me. <sighs> <laughs> Such a mystery. Uh-huh. Um, and then the final acquisition news. Uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment acquires Firewalk Studio. This is a studio that was put together by probably monsters formed is, with people from... Wait, wait what's is up? Is probably monsters the name of the company? No. That's the name of a separate company that makes, comp makes studios. Uh, some monsters probably monsters okay that's what i was at okay so sorry you didn't capitalize probably no, it's so not I, it's the company name monsters who who is who is on first though just explain that <laughs> like, no no on. no also it, it seems like the, the monsters isn't capitalized probably is and there's no space <laughs> okay i got it from one website had it this way i don't know <laughs> And, but their Twitter, but they're, okay, this is pissing me off. Their Twitter account, their Twitter account, oh. their Twitter name is probably Monsters, capital P, capital M, no space. Their Twitter, they're like their Earl, their, their, their username is P-R-B-L-Y, all lowercase, Monsters, all uppercase. Fuck this company. Okay, anyway, so some horrible consortium that can't name itself uh -huh. uh, that is a band of AAA studios, I guess, uh, put together this studio, Firewalk Studios, with people from Destiny yeah. and Activision. Yeah, people that worked on Destiny, both at Bungie and at Activision. Uh, they were very high up people. Yes. 
like creative or yeah. like, creative artist or creative director for Destiny I think it 2 was or something creative like director. Yeah. Um, and this is the same studio we've been talking about for a while without bringing up the nightmare consortium they're a part of. Yes. Uh, where they said that two years ago, Sony was like, we're going to publish their game. <laughs> they're like, uh, or buy them. Yeah. Yeah. So Herman Hulst is like, uh, they're doing good for these two years. We're buying them now. Um, what a fucking weird industry. Yeah. This is a life service game. Cause of course, you know, I can't, it's hard to argue with Sony's taste in acquisitions. They have yet to buy something that made me go, these guys make dog shit. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Is they, they did Nixus, Housemark, Bungie. Um, they did a VR company, which I mean, did Bungie's Horizon. become pretty questionable, but yeah. Yeah, but they didn't make bad games. They made <laughs> games with bad content plans. <laughs> Destiny still controls great, has amazing graphics. Right, and yet they bought them for their content planning skills. Yeah, that's the weirdest part of the Bungie. <laughs> also, I, I have a problem with the Bungie thing on the price point, but what I'm saying is, mm -hmm. like, of all the companies they bought, there haven't been anywhere I'm like, what are you doing? Right. Um... So I have to I have to have some faith that there's some sound logic between behind this and the Jade Raymond studio acquisition. Right. I assume that things are going well there. We it, it was formed in 2019. So it kind of makes sense that their game wouldn't be fully done from that point yet. Right. Because that's uh, four years and Sony's been funding it for two. Mm hmm. So I could but I could totally see them being like, OK, we want to announce this soon. We need to have the PlayStation logo on it fully. I wonder how things would have gone differently if a weird acquisition war didn't begin somewhere like two years ago. If this could just be a game that just gets shipped by Sony and they don't need to buy the studio or what? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm tired got, of this. Everything got so weird. Deviation is next. Yeah, probably. <laughs> if that doesn't happen, that'll be weird. It'll be like, oh, their game's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> don't play that. Sony didn't acquire them. You only play the games from the studio. <laughs> Where we have Xbox fans with brain rot in the replies of every news article ever. Yeah, of course. Where's our Sony equivalent? Where it's like, I'm not gonna buy this Sony second party game unless they buy the studio. <laughs> Sony buy Square Enix or won't buy for Final Fantasy <laughs> 16. Yeah. Speaking, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Square Enix, yeah, they announced they're partnering with Elixir Games to promote Web three gaming. What is Web three gaming? Who knows? Okay, it's thank probably you. NFTs. Yeah, yeah it, that's what it is. Yep, uh, that's what it is. Elixir Games runs a PC game launcher with a hundred games on it total, and they mix in PC regular PC games and Web three PC games to try and fool people, and that's their entire marketing scheme. And somehow this they're going to work with Square Enix to promote promote the Web three games. Web three games. I okay. man, they need to stop this. <laughs> Please. They're gonna they'll they'll stop when the Japanese government stops giving them subsidies for doing this. Right. That's when it will stop. It will not stop a single second before the government turns the money faucet off. It still sucks so bad. At least there's not much news here. No. They like they've announced a partnership to promote Web three. It's like that's not a real thing you announced. No, not really. What the fuck are you talking about? Anyway, let's move on to good news. Finally, fuck. All right, do you want to do Nintendo Indie World or no. Street Fighter? Street Fighter. Okay, we had a big Street Fighter thing right before this podcast started. 
Yeah, we did. Uh, they showed a ton of the new uh, world tour mode. So we got to see all the character creation stuff and all the wacky things that you can just play with. And literally, okay, you can use all these moves on whatever freak you make. And they showed a bunch of the characters you interact with, which are like, <laughs> my child is beautiful, Bob. <laughs> it is not a freak. My wife has been pregnant with this child for 10 years. That's not okay. You know that, right? It's got to be so beautiful. <laughs> uh, they also showed classic costumes like Ryu and Ken's. And a few others. I wasn't able to write them all down in time. I didn't get but to see the Ken one. I'm going to look that up. They looked really good. They looked like classic costumes should, not like they did in 3. or Sorry, 5. Not like they did in Street Fighter 5, where it's like, why is Ryu like that? You tried to make him look like one Ryu, and he just comes out as a nightmare. Oh, yeah. No, this looks awesome. Yeah. They did a great job. Uh, they uh, actually showed off the blind accessibility features where they'll make uh, audio cues as you get closer or farther from enemies and have special ones for when you get certain kinds of hits. Like, I believe they said punishes get, make a special noise, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So that's neat. Yeah, that's cool as hell. Uh, they did a little bit of showing the story modes for each character, because outside of the world tour mode, you still have the classic like arcade story mode that a character can go through, where they just go through a few fights, and that seemingly has some like just comic-style uh, story for it. Wow, it sounds like the Street Fighter game sure has a lot of content in it yeah. at launch. Yeah, it sounds like it might be <laughs> ready for launch. Because uh, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. And I guess beating each of those will get you an illustration. So that's cool. Uh, they, it has combo trials. Trials? Yeah. You wrote trials. <laughs> I'm never escaping this. Are they mini games? <laughs> they are not mini games. Uh, they, they are, in fact, uh, cool combos that so, you can learn to pl- And you play can better. do those in slow-mo. You can do those in slow-mo oh. to get, get more used to how to pull them off. That's, that's very kind of them. Yeah. I need that. Yeah, I'm really glad this is in here on launch. Uh, man, Guilty Gear Strive also did a launch in a way that they should not have. In some ways, even worse than Street Fighter V. Because <sighs> it didn't have these at launch. And when they came in later, like, user-created only. We didn't quite figure out any ourselves. You guys figure it out. All right. Um, they also announced the entire first season of DLC, which is good because they're trying to sell you the the season pass with the purchase of this game. So it's nice to let you know what's coming. Yeah. Uh, Rashid's going to be in summer. Um, Aki. Guys, please calm down. I know. I know he announced Rashid, but just. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Settle down. You, can, you yeah. can go now, Bob. It's, I know it's a big deal. It's huge. Oh, people love Rashid. <laughs> Someone loves Rashid. I don't know that everyone loves Rashid. I rem- I'm glad he's getting in this early. Yeah, I think it's neat that he's back. He gets to- getting a character was pushed really heavily in five, but was five. Yeah. In a game that people will actually want to play and looks yes. nice is cool. Yes. Yeah. Give the man a mulligan. Yes. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I think the best part of Rashid was probably his seam. I think that's what a lot of people loved him for. So hopefully that's back. I don't think they announced that yet, though. Oh, I think he's funny as shit. That's, what, <laughs> that's why I like Rashid. But I know a lot of people fucking hate Rashid. I feel like the only person I know who played him a lot was Eric in that yes. week that he played the game. <laughs> yeah, in that week that he was like, I could be into fighting games in the Yvonne Street Fighter Five, And he went, no, I cannot. And I'm like, you maybe try a different, like any other fighting game no never again i'll play the one with no single player content 
virtually. Yeah, this this one honestly would make sense for oh, Eric yeah. to try again. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push Eric to buy Street Fighter Six after Five didn't go well. No, but, but absolutely he should. Um, like I think that would be smart. Right. Just he might have there's like, stuff in here for people who aren't heavy into just doing online competitive. Right. They they even have a bunch of just like there there's easier ways to play it and everything this time too. They're like simplified control schemes. Yeah, and this and is that. the Street Fighter I've been literally. This is the fighting game I've been asking the industry why it hasn't been making since early PS2. Oh, it's yeah. It's like, where's the single player content? Where's the customization? During some of the story mode stuff they showed, it was like, okay, for stage three of Cammy, she has to fire a truck. <laughs> it's like, that's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, this is really great. It got to a certain point where I started watching these trailers thinking, when are the weird ass Tekken modes going to show up? Show me Street Fighter Ball. <laughs> <laughs> i can see it in here you have to use those like you learn moves to use in the open world and you have to use them for platforming so you uh -huh. get like spurning bird spinning bird kick and you use that to get across areas yeah there might be a ball <laughs> mini game in here it's like somebody remembered tekken force and just iterated it they're like now's the time and i'm like they're right <laughs> they're right to say it I guess back to the DLC characters. Uh, in Autumn, Aki comes out. It's A-K-I, like with dots between them. Uh, she's a new character. Looks pretty neat. Looks like she might be fang-like because they're poison. She has, a, like, poison fingertips. Mm. Um, Ed is going to be in winter. Again, yeah. Mulligan on a character who should have be, been good. Yeah, he needs to have a good fucking design this time. Yeah. Yeah, the art they showed definitely looked like they were leaning less into making him insanely buff. Like, like he was in five. For yeah, no he reason. looks he looks as much like in in five. The fucking explanation for which, by the way, doesn't fucking matter. They shouldn't have done it. That was a bad thing they wrote. Mm -hmm. Um, that explanation was well, he's a duplicate body for Bison. So when Bison died and started wanting his body back, he like grew overnight into like a a, a fridge. <laughs> That's really dumb. That's so dumb. Uh, by the way, this is this is the character art, and yeah, he looks way less huge. Yeah, he looks way more like he did in the story mode. Uh huh. For five, which was a lot more interesting. Man, but I think that Ed makes a ton of sense to come back because he also is their their attempt to make a simplified control scheme as a character. Mm. They did a lot of interesting stuff there, and I'd like to see how they deal with that now. Also, hopefully, I, I they just... give him the Nero outfit again. <laughs> I just really like the concept of like, okay, you have Rock Howard, who is like, if you fused, he like he has some of Geese Howard's moves and he has some of Terry Bogard's moves. Ed is that, but with Bison and Balrog, which I think is really neat. Yeah. It is a really funny set to do. <laughs> I, lo uh, I love the fucking smile they gave Rashid. Rashid, look at his fucking shitty grin. <laughs> I, just I just love Balrog being like, I have this, I found this child. I'm gonna raise him. <laughs> no, no. Scroll down to his sick ass Naruto shoes. Yeah, he's had those the whole time. That's been his defining yeah. trait. <laughs> the man wears Crocs. <laughs> Steel heeled sandals. Let's fucking go. Uh, yeah, Akaba. Will he have a baby? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Unclear. Will he have the baby? But Akuma is off in winter or in spring, so he's he's yeah. next year. Yeah, and technically so is Ed, who yeah. is winter next year, meaning the beginning. 
or they're tricking us <laughs> <laughs> by putting it left to right. A very rude. And uh, the last thing they closed the show out with was uh, the demo's out on PlayStation right now. Oh, it's please. coming out uh, everything else next week. Yeah. Which I, I just had to do a gotcha. It's like, this is on PC, but is it on Xbox? I don't even know. It's on next-gen Xbox. It's okay. not on last-gen Xbox. Okay. That's, that's the thing. That's where they're lacking the Xbox support. That makes sense. Why would you ever? Well, I mean. Yeah, they couldn't get this running on the potato. Right. I do wonder, as bad as sales are for games on current-gen Xbox, how much worse they probably are for last-gen Xbox. Right. Bob, yeah, I'm going to insert some news right here. Apparently, Digital Foundry did some uh, analysis of Advance Wars Reboot Camp, and it is not a lock 60. Uh, and when you're on the map view, it is 30 and not V-synced to have a smooth presentation. Rather, rather it is I uh, fluctuating frame pacing. What I'm trying to say is, uh, way forward, stop getting a hold of things I care about and fucking it up. <laughs> Pay for Unreal. <laughs> Please, for the stop love of God, using Unity. Just stop. It doesn't matter how long it takes to switch. Just stop using Unity. Please. I would be more upset right now if I wasn't 100% confident someone is going to fix this on the PC port, mm -hmm. which I will then use instead at some point. So, anyways, look forward to the stream tomorrow where I try to cope and see yeah. my way through a game I love. And of course. The final thing. Nintendo Indie World. Woo! Hey, Bob. First thing. Let's go fast. Silksong is not in this. Shock. Do not be confused. Silksong isn't here. Okay. I don't know why you next thought it'd be here. <laughs> yeah, that game's... If next time Silksong shows up, it's going to be like a headliner at a Nintendo director or state of play or something. It is not going to be down here with like... <laughs> that goes nightmarket. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna be down like it's it's gonna be up there. It's gonna be between like Spider-Man 2 and fucking something else or fucking a new Mario game and Zelda DLC or something. Right. It's not down here in, in Nintendo Indie World. But Mineko has a night market, Bob. Tell me about all about it. It's some sort of top-down adventure game with mini games. Uh you you run your own night market where you sell stuff. It looked kind of neat. The art style looks all right. It's coming to uh, Switch September 26th and everything else October 26th. It's, <laughs> it's not quite top down. It's that other word. It's not isometric either. It's the angle where it's like tilted. Yeah, like it's that. just a little bit. Um, 2D graphics looks really cute. Yeah, it looks I like neat. This, I like the art style. Uh, next thing, my time at Sandrock. <laughs> this is a weird looking like Harvest Moon like set in a post-apocalyptic desert and it has melee combat where you fight monsters they didn't show that they only talked about that and they showed the farming they're like also there's pod racing <laughs> <laughs> uh so that might be neat it's made by people who did something else with uh my time at in the title so i guess that's the, the series name they're going with yeah, it's fully 3D. It's got a weird, like, almost chibi art style where mm -hmm. the people are short-looking. Yeah, it looks a lot like late-stage Harvest Moon after it left the real cre creators. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like the mo it's like the mobile tier ones. This is also published by Focus Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's made by the Nino's developer. This is called FarmingSim.com. <laughs> 
Clown penis dot fart. <laughs> the famed developers of this farming sim. Uh, plate up. It's an overcooked knockoff with roguelike elements. That comes out in October. Yeah, I'm, it, it looks pretty awful. Uh, quilt of the. Uh, There's a demo for that out now. Oh, is there? For plate up on the on Steam. Great. When did this game come out on Steam? It came out late last year on Steam. Great. It is uh, 40% off right now. It is a Yogg's Cast game. Yeah, I almost didn't write this one down. Mm, I almost okay. just skipped right by it. All right. Uh, quilts and Cats of Calico. You make like a quilt and that attracts, attracts cats to hang out. <laughs> you can do this multiplayer. I guess it's a board game of some sort where you make a quilt. One moment. It's, we okay. got 3D graphics. Uh, you get to attract different cat types. I, I do see a lot of cats. So is this like the the what it, what it was the name of the Neko game on phones? Neko Atsume. Neko Atsume. But you make a quilt and then they just wander up. I guess. I guess. Mm, might be neat. I don't know. I like yeah, cats. I like cats. Quilting's pretty chill. Uh, we is got this a seventy dollar game. I don't think anything here is seventy dollars. This is the indie direct. Mm. Um, that comes out in fall. Fall, yeah. Uh, we got to see more of Rift of the Necro Dancer. Uh, it's got lane-based <laughs> combat, which looks kind of Guitar Hero-esque. Yeah. And also mini games that are like um, Rhythm Heaven. It looks I'm glad like. it's not uh, made by a weird Reddit eugenicist. <laughs> you see? You see when what I'm dealing with? Escape. You <laughs> see what I'm dealing with? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all I could think of when I saw it. Can't Necrodancer like delete this old game? Can't it just totally erase it from history? No. <laughs> That's such a shame. I, I feel like as many times as we brought up Resistance Two, th th this is fair. Uh, yeah. This is imbalance. Yeah, this is my. At least, at least I'm. At least I will never ever suggest any of us play it. Unlike if they put Resistance Two on modern consoles, in which case we're all fucked. <laughs> Obviously, we're doing the Resistance 2 spoiler cast if they port that to anything. Right? God. Uh, the next <laughs> thing they showed was Animal Well, which is a Metro, Metroid-like 2D game with a... I, it's hard to describe the art style. It looks kind of like neon-lighted lines on everything. Um, it looks really neat. Uh, you explore this big like world and use abilities to find stuff. It seemed like it wasn't combat focused at all. It was more like you find new abilities, get new areas. That sort of thing. Hmm. But it looked neat. Uh, this is the first game being published by Donkey's publisher, which somebody would get upset if I didn't bring that up. Oh, I missed oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Someone someone would. That's that's certain. And it comes out early 2024 for that one. I, I only heard about this because someone on Twitter was like, I think it's great that YouTube money can make games. And I'm like, what the fuck are they? Why would that? Oh, this is a donkey thing, isn't it? Because they didn't <laughs> say that. They literally just said something similar to what I just said. We, we just went past the game published by Yogg's cast that looked like uh, shovelware. Uh -huh. So I can't be upset at right, this yeah, at no. all. Crimo <laughs> uh, um, Clock. It's a puzzle game where you solve furry crimes. Crime o'clock. You got you got to say it like that. Otherwise, it's crime o'clock, which sounds like a clock man. It's crime o'clock. What do you what do you do in crime o'clock? You, you solve crimes that are done by furries, I guess. What? <laughs> but going all throughout time, it looks 
it's got like a, a all 2D pers or one perspective oh. to all the art. Thank you, Steam. Anyway, um, it's all black and white. Steam, I swear to Christ. <laughs> uh, yeah, it does not look good, but who knows? Maybe it's neat. I see a looking glass. Is this secretly where's Waldo? God, why are you doing this? You didn't do this for any other trips. For our online co-hosts who aren't hearing the nightmare. For some reason, this one Steam trailer out of every single one so far is the one that goes, if you touch that seek bar, I will blare the music at full volume. Yeah, I hate a lot of online um, just web browser video players that are like that. I mean, th they've the, been so much better than this for a decade. I know. And Steam just has not updated. Yeah, Steam and Twitter are both just the worst. Yes. Yes. No, like, you can hear our online co-hosts could not. Jesus. Yeah. Anyways, um, who knows? Maybe it's like a, one of those, uh, God, what do they call? Look, it's where you find hidden items in a world in a big hidden picture. object game, hidden object game. Maybe it's something like that. It's unclear though, but it's all furries who are committing time crimes. <laughs> yeah. Time crimes. <laughs> uh, June 30th, June 30th, Tesla ad two and Tesla grad one remastered launched yesterday. They oh. did that. Oh, okay. They announced it during this. I guess that's neat. I feel like they, having played Tesla Grad 2, they were not ready to remaster 1. I think I can confidently say that. Oh. We need to have had a bit more time to make something that looks better before you remaster the first game. No, it's, it's way better now. <laughs> Is this an announcement for Blasphemous 2? Did yes. we not know that they was happening announced before? Okay. Yeah, I was legitimately stunned. Like, that's the fucking game you make a sequel to? Okay. Yeah. We can make it even more hideous. Um, but yeah, this is that Metroidvania with Christian mythology stuff. Um, they add new weapons, and they talk about that. It looks, it's still got pretty nice looking pixel art. I would love to check out this trailer, but now I sit here gripped in fear. <laughs> <laughs> it comes out summer, so it's pretty soon even. Uh, it's on PS5, Xbox Series, and PC as well as the Switch. Okay. So that's neat. Um, Oxenfreed's 2 Lost Signals. This is published by Netflix. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it's an adventure game with a, where you're in a spooky town and you can get radio, you can call people on the radio and talk to them. That They act like that's a big new feature. I don't I, know if it is or if I that just, was in the old game. <laughs> I had the really weird thought of like, what if he, what if uh, Staten, when he came over to Netflix games, started acting like Ono did when he left Capcom? And he was like, that was me. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <sighs> um, was that it? That was it. Then it did a montage. None of the games really looked exciting. They were all stuff that we'd kind of heard about before. So Okay, cool. What was your outstanding game? <sighs> it was I neat that Blasphemous 2 was something like I didn't expect them to announce there. Also, Rift of the Nectar Dancer looks really cool. I'm, I couldn't get into the regular one because it is like it's a it's a rhythm gameplay mixed with other gameplay, whereas it seems like it's more just straight rhythm gameplay. So maybe I can do it if it's just that. I mean, the, the rhythm here is visual. Right. And it moves across the screen and you react to it mm -hmm. in the other game. You have to have rhythm. Right. To do things in accordance with it's like hi-fi rush, but more punishing. Yes. <laughs> um, 
I'm still upset at Rift of the Necrodancer that is not called Riff of the Necrodancer because it is a guitar game. Mm -hmm. And I just stared at it going, you were so cool. Look at me. I, I keep looking at the logo and just thinking Wild Rift, like the, the League of Legends game. It looks like a really similar font. So. Okay. Okay. My brain was Wild Star, I think is where my Whoa, brain. Whoa. Yeah. 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 Huh? yeah sometimes yeah. I just think of Wild Star and I just. I die a little on the inside. <laughs> uh, yeah, I forgot to write that in the news. We actually did get a, a release date for Bomb Rush uh, Cyberfunk, which is later this year. That's the Jet Set Radio-like. Yes, they put that in the direct, but I did not realize it was something new. Yeah, that they... was announced like yesterday. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's coming out later this year. Uh, I believe fall, but I can look up a more specific. Do, 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 do. Yeah, August 18th. If I didn't say it, Oxenfree actually comes out July 12th, so it's pretty close. It's so funny. I went to look up the trailers from Netflix directly. They don't put any platforms on there in their trailer. Really? Yeah, they're just like, it. End, the trailer ends with just Netflix logo. That's weird. Yeah, it's like, guys, people need to know where to buy this or play it with their Netflix subscription. <laughs> well, that's it for the news. What you gonna do? Not talk about news anymore. How will you live like that? <laughs> how will it's you live without, without the news? choked on his tongue and died while trying to question how I live. It's <laughs> ironic. Um, pretty well, actually. Uh, Advanced War is going to be dropping any second now if it hasn't already. That Street Fighter demo is out. I want to play it. Right. I got, I got plenty of... Uh, I, I also have the last hour of Mega Man Battle Network 2. Mm. And that's looking good. Yeah. And... We got that Advance War stream tomorrow. We're going to be doing the whole Advance War 1 campaign in a single sitting, which is terrifying, even though I beat that game this year. Yeah. There's something deeply terrifying about, like, way forward fucked up the frame rate, but they fixed the AI. And I'm like, oh, we're done. Sorry, I'm <laughs> shutting the stream down. Yeah, hopefully they didn't do that. They figured out how to counter six medium tanks rolling at them. <laughs> we're done. They found out what rockets are and what they do. We're screwed. Um, yeah, aside from that, not much, really. Uh, maybe you should expect a Mario 3Cam video next week. I don't know. It might slip to the week after that. Unclear. Yeah, and then before next uh, big think, Jedi Survivor comes out earlier in the week, right? No, I think it actually comes out the day comes after out Big Think. Friday. Okay. Yeah. It comes out Friday. Oh, it's a shame we can't stream it. We got to play Dead Island <laughs> I can't even kid about it. That game's just so obviously, is it stained glass or, or, or rock candy? And it's got blood on it. And I'm like, it's stained glass, Dan. This one's, this one's glass. Yeah, this one isn't even stained glass. It's just glass. And they're like, you don't know. It could be rock candy. I'm like, there's blood on that. Well, so I it's currently bloodstained glass. And you loved bloodstained. That's true. So maybe I should put this thing with a mysterious bodily fluid on it into my mouth. <laughs> um hey uh, chris what are you doing in the next week i guess i'll play uncharted 2 because we still haven't hit the goal for shadow of the tomb raider or rise of the tomb raider i still don't know which one is the second one i don't remember i wrote down the correct one but i do not remember it off the top of my head right yeah i know it but i can't tell you 
Yeah, let's do it. Um, that would be cheating. Um, it's it's sure gonna be uncharitable to go into that after Uncharted Two, probably. Mm -hmm. Probably. So you need Setting to hurry fucking and get Laura to, Croft up to fail. You need to hurry and get to Uncharted Three to really buff these Laura Croft games. <laughs> uh, hey, Agro, what do you got going on in the next week? I'm I'm gonna get to play me uh, a decent chunk of Burning Shores. That's going to be gratifying. That's going to be unless awesome they to hear about. somehow mirror the story structure of Forbidden West. And oh yeah, this is pretty great. And then they just fuck it up. <laughs> How could they do it again? I feel like they burnt every oh, bridge. No. <laughs> I'm still really worried about what Silence is going to do by the end of that DLC. That is, yeah. I need to know. Right? <laughs> like he's he's like because the game opens and he's like, Aloy, go do a thing. You're like, okay. And I'm I'm worried he's just gonna like come back on the Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> I found this in the Zenith base. Wow, that's that's really cool. I'm leaving forever now. Okay, bye. <laughs> oh, I miss him already. I don't think I think the time frame is too close for them to have sad have to sadly include real life things in that. But boy, I'm not looking forward for the opening of Horizon 3. Yup. Yeah. Anyway, that's going to do it for Big Thing to Mention this week. Goodbye! Where's the music? There's the music! <laughs>very much for listening to this episode of big thing dimension big thing to mention in the gigaboots podcast network has only been possible because of your support over at patreon.com slash gb podcast where you can get over 70 commentary tracks and reviews for blessed blontets such as blow brother where brow and countless other films like blonde blick so head on over to patreon.com slash gb podcast today